What's going on, everybody? So today, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start the series that I've been trying to start for like what feels like a year now. Um, so this is the introduction. So what I was originally going to do, I might still do it. We'll see how that goes. But uh, what I was originally going to do is I was going to make this all in one episode. But what I realized is that that takes that that's going to be a lot of work to do. So if I do that, it'll be later on, or it'll be what I might do is I might take these episodes, this these uh. Uh, separate episodes I'm going to be doing and putting them into one as you know later on maybe but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make them as separate because it's just easier on myself to do it this way and probably on you guys in some ways as well because if I do it all at one it's going to take hours and hours so today we're going to do we're going to do the introduction to spiral dynamics. Now I've talked about spiral dynamics in the past. Um, going into some smaller details as we did. Um, but on this one I think I'm going to go into deeper details. I'm going to go into some different things that we that most people don't really talk about when it comes to the spiral dynamics. Um, or if they do, they talk about it in very limited ways. And so, this is, uh, there's a lot going on, to, going into this episode. Some of it's coming from myself, a lot of it's coming from <clears throat> the book, Mastering Value Leadership, uh, Spiral Dynamics, Mastering Valueship, Ma- Mastering Value Leadership and Change, and, uh, and things like this. And so, keeping that in mind... This is going to be the introduction to this series that we're going to do. Um, the first part of the series is going to be the Spiral Dynamics episodes themselves, you know, stages, beige to turquoise. And then we're going to go into the Spiral Wizardry stages, and or the Spiral wizardly, wizard, Wizardry elements of it. And it's going to be like the parts two or season two. Um, not really going to be a season, but like that's going to be kind of the outline anyways. So the introduction, why why study spirodynamics? Why study it all? Why look at it? What's the point of studying spirodynamics? Um, right? And the answer is within the spiral itself. You know, once you get a grasp on how spiral dynamics works, you know, this is not, this is one of those, this is not like one of those personality tests that you take one day and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm an IMTP or, oh, I'm an Enneagram 5 or whatever it is. This is a developmental uh, um, reality that you're involved in. You're within several stages and you're developing through through those stages into other stages. Uh, and so this is something that you're going to be developing into. 
you're going to be developing, say you're in stage blue, you're going to be developing into stage blue from, from stage blue to stage orange and stage green, so on and so forth, right? Uh, this is how it works. This is what, what it goes on. And so there's a couple of things to your... There's a couple of reasons why it's important to understand and study spiral dynamics. Uh, one of them is <clears throat> that you can understand the people around you that you didn't understand before. Because a lot of this comes down to... Uh, a lot of the problems that I've seen in the world comes down to not understanding the spiral and how it works. And not understanding people in general as, as, far, as well, but that's a different episode. And so, the the mind goes through basically eight so far eight so far uh, so far as we know known developmental stages, and these developmental stages are what we're talking about: spiral dynamics. Spiral, spiral dynamics is a system. Of development, it's not a personality typology. It's not like one-dimensional. It's multi-dimensional, and because it's multi-dimensional, it takes many different forms. You know, and so, um, you don't come away thinking that like one stage equals one particular kind of person. Like stage blue equals dogmatic Christianity or dogmatic. <clears throat> religion necessarily because sage blue could mean something like that but it could also mean something completely different but it also very much is based on stage blue like uh, you know dogmatic you could be very very dogmatic about feminism or you, you could be very dogmatic about like your atheism a lot of stage blue uh, a lot of atheists are, in a, in a way, stage blue in that way. Uh, it's really interesting to watch, actually. Um, but, and so, the point of learning spiral dynamics is, to, is the point of understanding human psychology, the, the, how, the way the world is, is shaped, why it's shaped this world, way, and things like this. Um... There's a lot of deep, deep detail when it comes to this. And we could spend hours, literally hours, going over the spiral and, and going into detail about how it works, what it might look like, you know, things like this. So, this is the introduction. We're going to go into what... Spiral dynamics is, which we already kind of have already a little bit. Then we're going to go into some things to keep in mind, like we already have a little bit. So, what is spiral dynamics? Um, and the answer is, it's a developmental system which people grow, go through. Um, that. And, and it's developmental. It's developmental. It's not a personality type. It's like it's not like you're going to be a stage pur purple all the time, every time, necessarily. Um, it's developmental. You could be going through that 
you could be going into stage red and then going back into stage purple. It, it just depends on you. Depends on what's going on, things like this, and what 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 they call it. It depends on what they call the living conditions of your life, right? And so, spiral dynamics is, is about looking at these developmental aspects as a whole, as a bigger picture. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of more of a cultural system in some ways. You can actually become very aware of different cultures by looking at this far in this way. And you can become aware of the cultures of, or different cultures, where they are in the spiral. And noticing that because they are where they are, that's not really going to, you know, the, the system that we have um, is very like orange blue. Uh, safer in the United States, right? And so... We try to create orange-blue conditions around the world. But that's not going to work for all cultures. A lot of cultures are not orange-blue. They're like heavily blue or red-blue or purple-red. And so they're not going to be able to accept orange-blue. Uh, or, you know, we have some green as well. Um, but, like, that's what I'm talking about, right? We have a lot of... There's a lot of other elements as well within our system as well. There's some red and stuff like this, but like a lot of it is very blue. A lot of it is a little very orange. Um, and so in your, so if you're trying to say deal with a culture that's like say, say purple red from an orange blue mindset, you're not really going to get very far because you're not really going to understand them. They're not going to understand you. They're not going to want to deal with you at, at that stage. Um, you're gonna have to need, need, you're gonna have to learn how to actually literally deal with them at the state that at the stage that they're at, um, and that's you know, kind of where we are, right? We have to learn how to deal with the people at the stages that they're at, but we don't know how to do that because we haven't been, been taught by society, by by psychology itself, even in a lot of ways, and so. This is why I'm doing this series, because it's important to become aware of what is happening in the world. Why why these things are happening, things like this. Um, and so in that regard, that's why I'm doing this episode. That's why these series is important to do. So... The developmental system, it comes in waves, right? There's the individualism, individualism wave. It's a collectivistic wave, right? Stage wage is individualistic. Stage purple is collective. Stage red, individualistic. Stage purple, collective. You know, you get the picture, right? And so the way that this works is... It goes through this cycle, individualistic, collective, individualistic, collective. Um, in, in certain ways, I think um, that explains certain things as well about how and why the stage goes through what it does and, and things like this. 
or the sprout, why the sprout goes through what it does and things like this, right? And so, when you're in, let's say, stage, the, the odd numbers, there's not really a number system, but I like to think of it in numbers in some ways because it is easier. But like the odd numbers, beige, red, orange, and yellow are more individualistic. That doesn't mean that they're completely individualistic, but they're more individualistic than the even numbers. Red, blue, or so, sorry, not red. Uh, bl purple, blue, green, turquoise, right? Um, the warmer colors, as they put them. And so the... Um, individualistic is getting away from in stage of age it's, it's more of it's more of a baser instinct kind of thing it's very much based more on like the present like how do I you know, do X like not, not how do I do X sorry. but more like if I'm hungry I eat I need to eat you know whatever it is right um, and then with red, you know, it goes beyond purple. It's it's basically a, a rebellion against the other stage, the stage below it in a lot of ways. Um, and so that's why you'll see a lot of triggering towards the other stages, especially in tier one, which is stages beige, purple, red, really purple, red, uh, blue, orange, and green. Um, beige doesn't really get, need to be triggered. It just has basic instincts. Um, but each of those stages are triggered by the other stages. Purple is triggered by red, blue, orange, green. Red is tr triggered by purple, blue, orange, green. Blue is triggered by r purple, red, uh, orange, green. Orange is triggered by red, blue. You get the picture, right? Uh, and so all the all the stages are triggered by each other, and that's why we call it tier one. It's tier one because there's a lot of um, very sort of uh, what's the word I'd use? Uh. There's a lot of non-nuance when it comes to a lot of this. And so, you know, if you're stayed blue, it's like you're, there's black and white thinking where it's like it's either this or this or that. You're, you're either with us or you're against us. You know, it's kind of thing, right? Um, it might not completely be that for all the stages. You know, for green, there's an attempt to be more relativistic, but they can still get very triggered by the other stages. Um, and honestly, I think there's a lot of, uh, things we can go into about why that is in, in the future, but, and so because of that, this is partially why we call it tier two, tier one, tier two is where you call yellow and turquoise. Tier two is not in the same category as tier one. And we'll go, go into the differences between tier one and tier two in the future, um, once we get into stage yellow and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
So tier one is what you would say is the most common. Um, but because it's the most common, it's one of the reasons why we have so many problems. Why we have so many fights and combats between political parties is because every single one of those people are in tier one. And they don't realize what that means. and what They don't realize the problems with being in tier one. Um, you know, not that tier one is evil. It's just something to become aware of. It's just a part of this, this uh, process, right? And so as you are getting further and further higher and higher up the stages from like say red to blue and blue to orange whatever it is the more complex things kind of get because you're you're basically juggling more and more and more in some ways right at beige there's very little to juggle like all you really have to be concerned about at that level is physical survival conditions um i'm more i'm cold find a shelter, find, build a fire, whatever that is, right? I'm hungry, eat, hunt, you know, whatever. Um, but then the more, the higher you get up the stages, you know, purple, red, blue, orange, green, whatever, um, the more is added to the, to this, uh, process. And now there's more that has to be done because, you know, if you wanted to just live with subsistence levels of food and, and water and shelter and this kind of stuff, you would have stayed in stage beige, but that's difficult and it's unstable. Um, there's a lot of like problems involved in doing that and things like this, right? And so you as a person are within one of these stages. Now, if you're in the Western culture that we are in, you might be more of stage blue or orange, maybe even stage green, right? If you're listening to me, and if you, especially if you agree more with what I'm saying with what I've said, then maybe you're on the cusp of yellow Maybe closer and closer to y'all and this kind of stuff. Um, no, maybe not, you know. It just depends on where you are, what you're attempting to do. Um, this is what we're going to go into in episodes. So, the point is that this is, this is going to be a series on spirodynamics. We're going to go into how spirodynamics works, what this looks like, survival conditions... Um, within spirodynamics, like how do you go from one stage to another, this kind of thing, right? Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of this because I think understanding spirodynamics is very important. I might do a similar, similar series in the future about eco development, um, um, which is another system that's similar to spirodynamics, but it's also very different in that way. So, anyways, this is just the introduction, and I'll try to in the next episode, whenever that is going to be.
What's going on, everybody? In, in today's next episode, continuing the Sprout Dynamics series, starting finally off with the stage page. So, I know a lot of people skip uh, this one because... They think that, well, I don't know about a lot of people, but I don't know a lot of people. I've seen a few um, YouTubers and podcasters skip this one because it's not real interesting to them. But I find that this one in some ways is more, the most interesting because it's the most, it's the most unseen um, in a lot of ways. And because of that, it almost needs to be covered more. Um, Sorry, I just heard to cover in this episode. As much as I can <clears throat> remember to cover. So, with Stage Beige, it's, there's really a lot of simplicity in some ways. Um, it's very the most simplistic of stages because it is the most... It's the first uh, of the stages, obviously, right? And because of that, it's the most simplistic. Its living conditions are very simple. You know, eat or, or hungry. I'm hungry, so I'm a, I I'm, I'm, I want to eat something. You, know, I'm cold, so I want shelter. I build shelter, you know, whatever it is. Right? It's very much in the moment kind of stuff. Um. And that might sound like something that's overly ide- idealized to you. Like, oh, this this sounds like a wonderful thing. Like, we need to go back to this as society. Um, but I would say the answer to that is probably no. Because that may sound, may sound amazing and uh, romantic to you to do this. But... It's very dangerous to do this because, you know, there's things in the wild. You could be killed. You could be, you know, this kind of stuff, right? This is why we moved higher within the stages of Spire Dynamics to, to purple and red, you know, so on and so forth, right? There's an evolutionary benefit to moving higher within these stages. That's why we're uh, not in stage beige anymore it's as a society. And as you notice, if you notice... This is why society is the way it is. It's not because society is bad. It's because we're in a, in a different stage of development. I wouldn't even use the word advanced. It just because the word advanced. Um, this is a different episode. But the word advanced, in a lot of ways, is uh, it's very one dimensional. Um, <clears throat> because. If you say that you know we're an advanced civilization, the, the word "advanced" has like a very one-dimensional meaning, right? And so you can't <clears throat> then say, "Well, we're not advanced in this way." Once you say we're an advanced civilization, you almost have this mindset now that this, this is true, right? But what I find is that this is not completely true. This is only one. Maybe true in some ways, but not true in other ways, and this kind of thing, right? Um, 
we'll get into into more understanding about nuance in, in the later stages because that's really where it comes up. You know, stage yellow, stage green to some extent as well. But anyways, stage beige is very here and now. It's very one-dimensional. Um, survival first, basically. Um, it has no real meaning of future. Future is, is kind of irrelevant to a stage beige person for very good reason. Um, because you know, if you're in a stage beige mindset, there's almost no verbal... I would say there would be no verbal skills. Um, you know, if you are born, once you're born, you're, you're a stage beige. You know, you're hungry, you cry for food. You know, I like thinking of uh, spiral dynamics in, this in, in terms of like uh, growing up. Like you're a baby, you're a stage beige. You're hungry, you cry, you feel sick, you cry. You don't know why you're you're sick. You don't know why you're hungry. You just feel bad or whatever, and so you cry. You don't even probably even have a thought process as to why this is. It just is, right? And so it's your mother's job to have that intuition to say, "Oh, like he he's just hungry, or oh he's just wet." You know, maybe he he peed himself or whatever. Um, you know, this kind of thing, right? You know, he, he, he wet his diaper and that's what stage page is. It's very limit. It's very, um, I was going to say liminal, but that's not right. That's not the right word. In some ways, I guess it is kind of like liminal, but it's very limited. It's not, you know, it's very much based on where you are. You can't, there's no neat, there's no, uh, concept of future because survival is everything in this stage like there's nothing more to do at this stage there's literally nothing to do but survive you you know once you get to the higher stages you know stage purple or blue or whatever it is survival yeah, survival might still be a problem, but it's not as relevant or as, uh, what's the word I'd use? As here and now as it would be in stage beige. You know, because like you have, like for instance, if you're stage blue or purple or whatever, you might have a lot of food saved up and stocked up so you don't have to go hunting for again and again and again, Right? But stage beige, like imagine <clears throat> that you're living, right, 10,000, 20,000 years ago. Um, you find food, you eat it. You don't stock up on it. You don't um, find a way to salt it and keep it in a container or something. You don't know what that is as a stage beige person. And so it's very immediate surroundings. It's very immediate survival needs. In this kind of way. And so because of that, like you, you don't have a lot of this pre-planned stuff as we do in society. Um, with stage beige, there's a very, almost like a, I would say that there's, 
Um, it's almost more like animal-like in, in nature. Like animals might be stage beige or purple in some ways. But like as a baby, you're stage beige. You're not thinking about like saving up on food or you're not thinking about how you're going to get your next food. You're just thinking like hungry, eat. Uh, and so you go eat. You go find something to eat. Maybe, maybe you find berries or maybe you find an animal or something. And you you might have very primitive weapons as well. Um, because I don't even think you'd have very many weapons, right? As a stage beige per person because you're not thinking future. <clears throat> um, as far as that goes, right? And so you're because you're not thinking future, you probably don't even have any weapons. Or if you do, it's like a rock from the ground and you pick it up and you hit something with it. Um, you know, Stone Age kind of stuff, right? Um, because, you know, to build, to, uh, build a weapon is future-based. It's based on what you're, what you're going to get from that in the future. Um, now we can build a weapon and we can sell the weapon. That's future. That's orange. What, you know, stage beige is not about that. The stage beige has no idea what that even is. Um, you know, they have no concept of future in this way. And so they would be like in the Stone Age in this kind of way, right? Um, and, and now you understand why we, we leave stage page. So why understand why, why understand stage page in this way? Why, what's the point? Um, and the answer is that honestly, when it comes to the spiral, People can't actually return to stage beige. If their living conditions become bad enough, if something bad, really, really bad happens in their lives or the lives around them or whatever it is, they can easily turn back into stage beige. It's been talked about in the book of, that I've talked about before, Spiral Dynamics, Mastering Value, Leadership and Change. And so in stage beige, in stage beige there is very little um you know once once you're in stage beige you know this is what you get you're hungry eat um tired sleep you know i'm tired i'm going to sleep i'm hungry i'm going to eat um you know i'm i'm horny i'm going to go fuck or whatever it is right it's very immediate it's very clear it's very simple in this way. And you know, if things can get bad enough, your psyche will turn you into stage beige. Not like, um, you, know, you, you know what I mean? Like, because if things get really, really bad, you can get into stage beige to such an extent to where, like, you stop verbalizing you know, because in stage of age, there is no verbal terms of like hungry, eat, you know, this kind of thing. It's more of a instinct. It's an instinctual process. Um, like 
if you're in such deep fear, you could turn into, you could turn back to stage manage or stage, you know, whatever it is. Um, or if something really, really bad happens, an earthquake and, and like your livelihood is destroyed and your house is destroyed and all this kind of stuff, you could turn easily back into stage page because your living conditions are worsened, you know, this kind of thing, right? <clears throat> and so spiral dynamics, it's very much based on your living conditions. And this is how it works. And so, as somebody who is probably more like orange or green, maybe a little bit of yellow, but especially as orange or blue or whatever it is, you probably don't understand stage beige. And you're like, oh, stage beige sounds very dumb and like all this kind of stuff, right? Because you have already gone through it. Your society has already gone through it. And so... You haven't experienced it. You don't understand it because you haven't lived through it. Like, imagine what would happen if everything you had was lost. Your livelihood was lost. You know, you had like a a slide happen, like, you know, a rock slide or like a snow slide or whatever, or mud slide or whatever it is, or any kind of natural disaster, and you just lost everything. You would... If it was bad enough, you would return to stage beige. Right? Um, like if your fear was strong enough, you might even return to a different stage. To a lower stage. A stage beige or purple or whatever it is. Um... And we can get into purple later because there's some, some deeper things you can go into with that one as well with fear. But so with stage beige, that's basically it. There's very little to go into, but there's a reason to go into it. Um, it does happen sometimes with people in societies and there may be even still are naturally occurring stage beige. Probably not, but there may be. I doubt it, but uh, it's possible. So, anyways, that was the stage page episode. Not very long. But something to go into, something worth going into as far as understanding what happens when living conditions get real extreme really fast. And so... Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you in the next one. What's going on, everybody? This is the third episode um, in the Spiral Dynamics series. This is going to be season one, nine episodes going through all of the spiral. So, we already went through stage page because um, that was... Probably the simplistic one to do. Simplest ones to uh, end up doing. And of course we did the introduction. 
Um, but <clears throat> in this one, we're going to be talking about stage purple. Um, and this is where we start getting into more of the complex complexities of the spiral. Because in stage purple, we start thinking more. There's more of a thought process. There's more of an understanding of reality. It's still very limited. Uh, it's, it's still, in a lot of ways, very one-dimensional. But it's a little bit less one-dimensional than it was, right? Um, and so... What distinguishes beige from purple, um, right? The answer is purple is more collectivistic. There's more intelligence within purple. Um, it's still very limited in that way, but it's uh, a step up from beige, right? You know, beige, like we said before, was very uh, now-based. Purple... Uh, understands cause and effect a little bit better than beige would, right? Beige has no concept of cause and effect. You know, beige is very much instinctual. Purple is not as instinctual. It's still very instinctual, but it's not uh, only instinctual, right? There's a deep level. There's a deep other level that purple is. And so with purple comes an understanding of things because you know there's a reason why people go don't stay in in stage beige right stage beige is very difficult it's a lot of work to do just that one thing stay in subsistence levels or whatever it is because in that level you know it's not really that's not really growing at all it's just subsistence levels of survival in this kind of thing, right? And so stage purple is the step next step up and it's now a, a collective level of survival. Um, one for all kind of thing, right? All for one, one for all. You know, if I get a lot of food Today, I will give some of it to you because if, because you, I might be, uh, I might not be able to get, uh, um, because, you know, one day I might, you know, be poor in that sense and you'll give me some of your food and this kind of stuff, right? And so it's like a sharing, collectivized kind of reality. Um, and the cause and effect is very much like very primitive and very limited in the senses of like it, it doesn't understand it in a scientific mindset and a st scientific standpoint but it still has a beginning the beginning levels of cause and effect right if you know thunder is cause you know if i um do this it's going to cause this or whatever it is right if a if what was the example? They gave me a good example within the book itself. If you um, were to 
basically it, there, there there's a very limited understanding of cause and effect, right? And so like voodoo and this kind of thing would be, you know, I'd say has has very purple aspects. Like don't you know if I if I have pin stuck in the doll that's made like mine that's made like me that looks like me it's kind of thing it might be bad you look kind of thing right um so one for all all for one you know we must not piss off the spirits and the uh, ancestors and this kind of stuff right because it's based on basically i think really if you think about what purple is it's attempting to make survival or make uh, because survival is based, basically based on groups, right? And so it's basically making it easier to uh, keep that group together. It's it's very culturally cohesive, right? Or at least for that particular group, um, you know, for, you know, because you can't go from like stage beige to like stage blue, where it's like all of the morals and everything is else is there. It has to go through certain levels first, which is why it goes from beige to purple, and this kind of thing, right? And so, there's more of a cause and effect. There's more of an understanding of future and past and this kind of stuff but it's you know like i said it, it it's very much progressive this whole uh, process is very much a progressive process i don't mean progressive as in like left wing but progressive as in like it progresses right stage beige is a very subsistence subsistence level is very instinctual in more ways stage purple still very instinctual but it's more uh collective uh, collectivist is more sharing. It's more uh, building slash keep uh, keeping and strengthening the community slash tribe slash you know, you know whatever it is, right? And so you know nepotism and this kind of stuff would be relatively common in things like this, right? So to keep the survival track going the way it's supposed to be going. Um, and like I said before, in the last episode, a lot of this is very much based on living conditions. If living conditions change, if you be, if life becomes less stable, people can turn into purple very easily, um, and they can be very much um, attracted and uh, stuck in purple when it comes to certain things like dolls and. Oh, my kitty, and it was kind of like very purple. You know, a child, a baby, going from uh, beige to purple, the purple is like, well, mommy, mommy. You know, it's very uh, attached to mommy. Um, you know, with purple, there's a lot of like, uh, some word I'd use. There's a lot of specificity when it comes to the rules within purple, right? Like you can't eat with your left hand and things like this, right? Because they're very much based on the community itself. Um, I think there's a lot of like inside, outside kind of 
mentality. Like if you're on the inside, it's very clear, it's very evident because of these very obscure kind of rules. You're like, you must not, you know, paint yourself, paint your face in a certain way because then you, you would be pissing off the ancestor spirits or you would be unable to be seen by them or whatever it is. And so that would be a sign like you're, that you're some kind of enemy or whatever it is, right? Things like this, right? And so you would be, it, these very obscure, very uh, narrowly focused rules would keep the tribe together. Now, these narrowly focused rules may seem very like uh, nitpicky or even like, uh, what's the word I'd use? I don't know if I'd use the word frivolous, but like very, they may seem very like um, un, unusual or un, it doesn't seem very like, what's the word I'd use? I'm trying to think of the right words here. They may seem frivolous or, you know, the rules may, may seem very frivolous or very strange or very... Uh, Irrational, but those rules are there because they're unusual in that in that fa fashion. I think those rules are a lot of ways in what keeps the culture the way it is. Right, that way you you know as a stage purple person, there's an inside group and there's an outside group because there's people who do this and there's people who do not do this. You know things like this, right? Um, and so so on stage purple is it's it's very black and white. There's an us group and there's an, a them group. You know, like stage blue is the same way, but in different ways, right? Um, with stage purple, the difference, I think, has more to do with these obscure rules and these obscure understandings and things like this versus blue, where it's a lot more uniform in, in different ways. And we'll get into that as we, we progress with this series. So... With, pur with purple, there are spirits are everywhere, right? Like nature spirits. Um, you know, the water, the river could be a spirit. You know, rocks could have our spirits, you know, things like this, right? And so there's spirits everywhere. We're seeing spirits everywhere as purple. Because our, our um, spirituality has kind of begun at purple. I think it's begun, it begun at purple. And so... But because spirituality is very, very, like, new, it's very narrowly focused on, like, well, if, if we were to talk to a stage purple person about God, they'd be like, what is God? Well, all we know are the gods that are, like, the woods and the trees themselves and the, the rocks and the rivers. Like, they wouldn't think of them as God, per se, but, like, as spirits, like nature spirits. Let's not anger the nature spirits of the, of the trees, of the woods. You know, you know, this kind of thing, right? Um, and so, specific areas would have specific nature spirits and things like this. It's it's kind of more, like the spirituality would be more, uh, it would be less pantheistic and more polytheistic slash um spiritual like very literally the word spirit would be the right word like soul or spirit like the nature spirits 
for the ancestor spirits or whatever it is, right? Um, and, you know, the, the oral traditions and the oral, like the uh, past, you know, the, the, the oral stories and the traditions passed down from generation to generation from, you know, whatever it is, right? That keeps the group together as well because that kind of information, that kind of understanding creates a certain kind of emotion, a group-based emotion, which kind of keeps the group together, right? And so by keeping this group together in this particular way, what that ends up doing, what it individually does, is... It allows for the possibility for keeping cultural and group cohesion. That's one of the problems we do have actually as a nation, especially in the United States, because there are so many different cultures within the United States. It's very difficult to actually keep cultural cohesion I think that's one of the reasons why we have more violence as far as the United States goes. As another part of that also has to do with the this, this southern uh, aspect, of it, which we'll get into actually when it comes to stage red slash blue. But um, the purple tradition and the purple uh, stories passed down from generation to generation keep the group together. They keep the group from running away from each other, bolting, right? Because if you have a... Uh, it's almost like having a, uh, a, a cultural narrative. It's, you know, the, the phrase cultural narrative is one you may not know, but it's basically this idea that like you, your culture is based on a narrative. Like We have a cultural narrative in the United States, right? The cultural narrative of we were um, dealing with tyranny from Britain and, you know, this kind of thing. And so Purple's cultural narrative might be something similar, but it would be also there'd be a lot of, like, uh, supernatural elements as well, um, where members of this particular tribe in the past were dealing with supernatural elements or maybe even were themselves in some way partially supernatural, right? And so in that way, they could deify and uh, strengthen the uh, strengthen the uh, value towards the culture and whatnot by having these kinds of stories. Um, and so, you know, nowadays when we have kind of more of a stage blue, orange, green, it depends on where you are. You know, it could be blue, orange, it could be like more orange, blue, where there's more orange than blue, or it could be like orange, green, or green, orange, whatever it is, right? But usually it's kind of between blue, orange, and a little bit of green, maybe, maybe a little more of green today, these days, but, um, you know, coming from that, especially coming from a stage orange mindset, um, you know, stage green kind of over-idealizes purple, we'll get into the problems of purple in a minute, but orange would see that, and they would like, oh, that's such a dumb 
thing to believe and this kind of thing. And so they would manipulate uh, purple uh, and this kind of thing, right? And one of the things that the book Mas uh, Spiral Dynamics, Mastering Value, Leadership, and Change talks about, which is really interesting, is that stage purple itself doesn't really have much of an environmental impact, but when it's orange and whatnot comes into contact with these cultures in these areas, the they um, you know cause these problems, and purple doesn't know how to uh, deal with this problem, right? And so it ends up making the problem worse because orange doesn't know or care about the environment. And so they're getting rid of trees and they're getting rid of all these things. And that makes things worse and this kind of stuff, right? Um, so with stage purple, there's a deeper connectivity between the people and the culture, right? Because... You almost would need that at that certain level because, like I said, with beige, it's very instinctual. It's very, like, present moment, here and now, uh, instinctual kind of thing. Whereas with per with, when, whereas that's good for, like, subsistence levels of survival, but to really gr thrive in and survive as a culture, you have to, as, as a group, you have to ha have something else. And so purple is created, purple is invented a thousand, tens of, tens of thousands of years ago, 10,000, 15,000 years ago, whatever it was. And with purple came all these cultural stories and cultural myths and things like this, which then create, and, and not only that, but the, the also the, um, the narrow rules that may make very little sense to us as Western people, but hold the group together because in the group you can see that there's an inside group and an outside group. And if there's the inside group, which is them, and then there's the outside group that doesn't do these things or doesn't have these myths, this kind of stuff, right? So, where the, that starts to go wrong, let me see what time is. So where that all starts to go wrong is when uh, the population is really big. It's it's too big to be continued the way it is, right? And so there's too many purple. So imagine that in the beginning, you know, when when you're dealing with beige, it may start off with the purple people, purple uh, beige people going into purple. At the time, maybe there's like two or three of those purple tribes, which is about, you know, normal, maybe like 12 to 10 to 12 people is about what they say is the maximum amount of, is about the uh, right amount of people for purple. But, and so in that time of, in that time frame, in that amount of time, in that amount of area, uh, in that amount of, uh, with those only three tribes, you know, it works out. But, like, imagine that um, purple is being swamped in this area, right? Like, you have – you only have a certain amount of land. You only have a certain amount of food that's growing. And you only have a certain amount of game that's being – that you can hunt and things like this. And so imagine instead, like, several thousand years later – um, you only ha you have like, let's say, 
let's give you a random number of like 30 tribes, right, in this area. And there's a, there's less and less game to hunt. There's less and less uh, food that's growing and this kind of stuff. And sh- sure, you have out at the agricultural age and this kind of stuff. But the truth of the matter is that even if you do have all that, even if you are growing your own crop and this kind of stuff, there's a limited amount of land. There's a limited, limited, limited amount of arable land, especially. And so these 30 tribes will be fighting for these areas, the best areas, the, the most fruitful areas, the areas with the best game and things like this. And, and right. And so stage purple, because it is very much an in-group versus out-group mindset and mentality, is going to be very uh, – and, and a lot of times because the, the more difficult things will be become with stage purple, the more rigid the purple elders and tribes, tri- tribesmen and stuff like this will be. And so the – Purple will be fighting each other, and it become more and more difficult to be stage purple. And so that's one one of the biggest flaws in stage purple is that you're not really going to have the ability to stay purple forever because you know limited limited land, limited time, limited you know fruit fruit and stuff that's growing and stuff like this, right? And so. Eventually, that leads to red. There's a reason why red is a thing that happens, stage red. Um, and so, you know, a lot of times I find that, like, stage green, for instance, sort of romanticizes purple. And they don't, they see, like, the interesting and, and, and uh, they, they, they see the good parts with the community and all this kind of stuff, but they don't see the problems and they don't see all these kinds of things that we're pointing out here. That's why I'm pointing out the problems. And so, now with purple comes a lot of uh, community and this kind of stuff, but it also comes a lot of potential for a lot of combat in the future and a lot of problems between two between these tribes. This kind of stuff, right? Um And so that's where stage red comes and starts sort of taking over in these areas and sort of making decisions for the tribe and making those the, the tribe um, more red and less purple. Um, and we'll get into stage red, and, and there's a lot of people who can be very triggered by stage red, I think, and especially in, who are in stage green because they don't see the value of and usefulness of stage red. Um, because with, with a lot of these, with, with, with all of the spiral, it's, we have to become aware and make the point that none of these stages are necessarily good or bad. They, they have health, their healthy moments and their healthy aspects, but they also have their very unhealthy aspects. Um, you know, if you're, kind of more stage orange or even stage blue and stage red, you know, more more of the individualistic you know, stage red and orange. If you're more of those, you'd be like, oh, stage purple is so dumb, especially stage orange, right? Because I could definitely see that with stage orange. They'd see the stage purple mindset and they go, oh, that's such a dumb stage to be in. They believe some 
really stupid things and this kind of thing, right? But because they may believe in those kinds of things, that makes them more uh, culturally cohesive. There's more bonding between the, the members of this culture. Right? It's something that orange doesn't have, or something that even blue in some ways doesn't have in the same way as well. Um, I mean, they do. Blue does have this, but it's not in the same way. Um, so, the culture is very different from orange in that way. There's more of a community, there's more of a bonding, there's more of an awareness, I think, as well, of you know, nature and respect for nature that orange doesn't really have as much of. And that's why orange can often see purple and see the prop and see the stupidity, what they would call the stupidity of purple. Because they don't see nature with the respect that it deserves. They see nature as like a means to an end. Like how can we grow the most crops to, to sell the mo for the most profit and this kind of stuff, right? Whereas purple is not concerned with that. Purple has more of a collectivistic mindset. Like, how do we make, how do we uh, produce crops for all? You know, this kind of thing. Um, and of course, green would see purple in a very idealistic mindset. Like, oh, we need to go back to a, a more of a purple mindset. You know, this kind of thing, right? Without, without, and they will, and they won't see the problems of the of purple, the violence, the, the problems of being basic, too rigid, and this kind of stuff, because they're they're over idealizing and over romanticizing the the green, the, the good side of purple that they, they see, right? And so that's the point of tier one. That's what tier one does. It often over emphasizes one or another of these characteristics, whatever it is. So, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you on the next episode. What's up, everybody? So, continue on with the series of spiral dynamics going into stage red. Um, <clears throat> so this whole thing is all about survival. Um, you know, there's a reason why one goes from stage purple to stage red, as we went into in the last episode, the problems with purple, um, Although the last episode was Spiral Dynamics Stage Purple, but we went into some of the problems with purple. So, I'm going to go into a, la a little bit as well as we get into red, and, and then we'll get into why red and the problems with red and all that stuff as we get into this episode a little bit deeper. So, as we just said, as we discussed earlier in this series, um, and I will probably, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a, I'm going to take all these episodes that I'm doing in the first season, all the episodes on Spiral Dynamics and the introduction, and I'm going to make them as one 
big episodes so that you don't have to catch every single episode and whatnot. Um, I'm just doing it this way for now so that I don't have to, uh, so, I, so that I kind of know where I'm going. Anyways, um, so the problems with purple start coming up when there's too much, many, many people, too many tribes in this one area and there's not enough food. Uh, there's not enough places for the tribes and things like this. And so they start combating each other. They start fighting each other more and more and more. Um, right? You start getting into situations with other tribes more often. And it starts causing more problems for you and things like this. And so the red meme kind of gets, or the purple meme kind of gets, uh, that's what they are. They're memes, right? Uh, a meme is a... You know, you know what a meme is, right? Like a, an online meme. It's... You, should, you actually... That's, that kind of meme is that surface level meme, actually, believe it or not. It's very simple. Um, the, the memes... You actually um, use memes on a daily basis... Um, and you don't even realize it. And those memes aren't necessarily even online memes. They're actually memes that are <laughs> created by society, by culture, by yourself, whatever it is, right? Um, and they take different forms, and we can get into that in, in other episodes, perhaps even in the in the next part of the series, maybe season two or three. Um, and so... Stage purple starts getting into serious problems because there's not enough people, there's not enough food, there's not enough land, you know, this kind of stuff. And so stage red, and not only that, but because of that stage purple starts getting more and more rigid, more and more inflexible, more and more uh, you know, backwards in that sense. And so stage red is like challenging this and like, no, I don't want this, I want food for myself. I don't want you to take it away from me, things like this, because it's seeing the problems with purple, and unless, like, it's not seeing the problems with purple in, like, a logical way, like, oh, I'm seeing that there's all kinds of combat everywhere and this kind of stuff, right? It's seeing the problems with purple, and it's rebelling against them, because, uh, and, and seeing them in more of, like, a they're affecting me kind of way, the individualistic starts to come in. It becomes more about me and mine, right? And so, as purple starts turning into red, purple-red, you start having more uh, of combat. But at this kind of level, purple-red, the uh, combat is... And the fighting and whatnot that's, that might be happening versus you know, purple combat versus red combat, I think to me is that purple combat is based on like the collective, like you're you stole a pig from me twenty years ago, kind of thing, and then I'm, I'm getting back at you now. We're still having blood feuds and this kind of stuff. Uh, some of that could be right red, but red taking over other tribes, other villages, and this kind of thing is. Where the red starts to meet purple, starts to take over because red is like, I don't really want to 
deal with other people in this way, like I don't care about others. Or if I do, I'm, I'm not as concerned about others as much. You know, I'm more concerned about myself. Um, you know, red doesn't have, doesn't really care about consequences in the same way as purple does. Um, or as blue does, really. Purple does, too, as well, care about consequences. But more about caring about consequences in the sense of, like, angry spirits and this kind of stuff. Uh. So, red is a kind of direct rebellion against the rigidity of purple. You can kind of see it happen as, as well when you're... When you're uh, watching children, you know they they start off with beige, right? They, they're hungry, they cry, this this kind of stuff, and then they become purple, and it all becomes about mommy, 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 mommy. Um, but then they become red, terrible. The terrible twos, like me, mine, you know, and they grab stuff and they're like, because they're trying to gain their independence from mommy, right? Um, and if the Rami is especially stage blue or purple or whatever it is, it, there is going to be something. They're even going to be rebelling even more from that. They're like, no, mine, you know, this kind of thing. Um, and so in that sense, they're trying to... Because one of the problems as well with purple that can happen is that it's too rigid. It's too inflexible. It's And so it's not... Um, what's the word you would use? It's not diverse enough, right? And so it's not innovative enough to survive as people, as tribes. And so, and so red comes in and is like, this is too stagnant. This is too boring. We, we need more. We need more conflict. We need more whatever it is, right? Um, so red isn't necessarily going to be conflict. Um, it's not always going to be conflict. It's going to be fun-loving and this kind of stuff. But... You know, if it's, but, and so it can turn, it can show up in different ways, right? Purple or red can be unhealthy. It can be very um, conflict-based. It's going to be very combative. It's going to be very much about oneself over other people. It's not really going to care about consequences. You know, all this is going to be based on healthy versus unhealthy, right? Healthy ver purple would be very community-driven, very uh, um, <clears throat> culture-driven, um, one for all, all for one, this kind of thing. But unhealthy purple would be very rigid within their rules and things like this, right? Like, uh, and the outsiders should be, you know, taken over or killed, even if it's like red, you know, this kind of thing, right? And so, red is the same way. Unhealthy red, is, especially uh, very unhealthy red, would be very combative, very problematic for themselves. And a lot of that could be due to unhealth, unstable uh, living conditions. A lot of this has to do with living conditions. How are they? How are you living? And this kind of thing, right? Is there too? Much, is there not enough land and not enough food, not enough water, or things like this? And so red will show up to try and deal with this. Like, I want more for myself. I'm not hungry enough. I'm not whatever it is. I'm, I'm too hungry. I'm very hungry. I want more. More, you know, this kind of thing, right? Ego, and this kind of stuff starts to show itself more in this kind of mindset. Um, and it takes different forms. 
know, this is just a very simplistic definite understanding of, of red. We're, we're getting, we can get into deeper details as far as that goes in um, other episodes. We're just kind of going into this in a simple. This is why it's called Spiral to Basics, and we're, we can go into d- deeper details on, on red and purple and all this other stuff in other episodes in the future. But really what I'm trying to get you is the, to get you to understand is, is, is the simplest, simple uh, understanding of spiral dynamics. What is spiral dynamics? What are the different stages? What do they look like? And so we're going into this in, in somewhat of a simplistic manner so that we can understand what the spiral looks like. Um, but the spiral has thousands of different variations within even one stage, really, if you think about it. Um, <clears throat> Especially the higher up you get, you know, red, blue, orange, green, yellow, things like this. Especially yellow. I think yellow could have hundreds of millions of different variations um, if you get deeply enough into yellow, but uh, that's different. And we'll get into that in the future. So, yes, red would be like somebody who... You could have somebody who's actually very stage red, not necessarily super combative, in like a I'm going to fight you kind of way. I mean, you could have that as well. But but uh, in the positive sense, could be red, could be very like, you know, fun-loving, very energetic, very um, extroverted, and is the life of the party kind of thing. And is very like maybe even you know almost feel like red has a, a more of a physical energy to to me than like the others like with purple there's that physical level as well but it's I think to me for for some reason red has more of a physicality to it there's more of like a gut level to it and person purple might have that physicality as well but it's like the root levels like survival. Um, cultural and this kind of stuff, right? Um, red, red would kind of be like shooting from the hip kind of thing. It's not necessarily concerned with the future as much as, as uh, you know, purple might not even be concerned with the future as much either, but I think purple would be more concerned than, uh, about the future than red would be because purple is you know more community-driven, and so it would be more aware of consequences to the community and this kind of stuff, right? Um, <clears throat> purple would have less, uh, there'd be a less distinction between me and others, right, as purple. But red would have more of that distinction, me and others, and so it would be like me against the world or whatever it is, right? Um, and that could take different forms, right? In the healthy, more positive sort of forms of red, that could be, you know, very... F- very uh, out there with it, be very outgoing with it. It'd be very like fun loving, you know, like a lot of energy. Could be the life of the party in that way as well. But if it's, if living conditions are um, less stable for red, it could be very more, very combative. It could very much could be like a, a me against everybody else kind of thing, right? Um, and so, red has more energy than purple. Purple is very 
you know, purple has a lot of energy, but that energy is very communicative. It's not it's as strong. It's, it's not even as overt, I think, as red would be. Red is very overt with everything that it would do. Um, and so red, I could be, I could see a lot of stage red people being very much explorers in different ways. Um, but very noisy explorers, right? Like they would be like, they wouldn't necessarily care about offending the cultures or whatever they said they would come in contact with they might even be the, pe the people the conquerors the dominators as well um because they're trying to survive you know like imagine imagine again this this uh, 30 tribe area where, where food is limited land is even more limited all these things are very very limited severely so so a stage red person would would show up or would be created by such an environment and would take over several of these tribes and just keep doing this. And eventually by doing this, the, the fighting would still be there it, it would because if a, it would be stage red, but it would be less so because purple would be uh, subdued by the red. The red would be more concerned about itself and so there'd be less fighting in this way, but there'd still be fighting, there'd be, still be combat, and there'd still be problems with survival, D deep problems with survival, because Red has that problem with combat, and with uh, not thinking too head too far ahead into the future, and its own, and the consequences of its own actions, and this kind of stuff, but it would be more innovative than Purple would be, it would be more uh, uh, exploratory in purple, maybe even less restrict restrictive in certain purple uh, at these level at these unhealthy levels and things like this, right? Um, and so red would get you across the line into the next level of survival. Um, red would, at that level, be an improvement at that particular level. Right, and you know when you're looking at red, most people I think would would see red from where they are, which is maybe like stage blue, orange, orange green, or green, purely pure green, or whatever it is, and they'd be like, "Well, red is just bad, and it shouldn't exist," uh, and this kind of stuff, because they are coming from a democratic mindset or a stage blue, orange mindset, or whatever it is. But but red has its very important uses. Um, without red, we couldn't have expanded to where we are now as, as, you know, stage blue, orange, orange, green, or whatever you are, not only just as a self, but also as society, uh, it would be still very stuck in tribalism, very stuck in black and white thinking. Just red would be that way as well too. So it wouldn't, not that it would disappear. It would be very different, though. It would be very, very much like me versus the world, rather than like with purple. It would be like the tribe versus the other tribes in the area and stuff like this. Um, <clears throat> and so red is kind of like a step forward from purple in that sense. It's still problematic and still causing pro it still can cause a lot of problems, but. It's a set forward survival-wise. You're going into...
the next stage of survival. Um, you know, when you're in a deep red level, what ends up happening is... Well, when you're in a deep purple level, what ends up happening is you end up very stagnant. There's not a whole lot of movement you can go in. There's, there's not a whole lot of movement. You're very much stuck within the purple levels that you're in. And so red is like the, the thing that changes that, that makes life less stagnant, survival less stagnant. There's more room for improvement. There's no more room for innovation within the society that's been turned into red or that has been uh, conquered by red or whatever it is, right? There's also a lot of room for suppression um, as well as a red culture. You know, the haves versus the have-nots would be much stronger. You know, one of the things I was reading about in this book was how red could create a lot of serfdom because the red overlords don't want anybody to be as strong as them power-wise. And so they would create, and so they would have themselves as the haves, but the have-nots would be given very, very little They'd have to do all of the work for the haves and this kind of thing, right? So serfdom, slavery, this kind of stuff. Um, as red, blue, you know, blue would be somewhat of that as well, but less so, I think, even. Um, whereas, you know, the difference, I think, between these two, when it comes to this, is red would be doing it for themselves, for the, for the overlords themselves, and blue would be like that because that's the natural order of things. Right, that's the basic difference, right? Um, so red is kind of like that that brazen explorer kind of person or group is like challenging everything, right? They're they're the challengers of the groups, or the the person who is willing to go further than everybody else will, and so. He'll see this 30 tribe problem where there's limited supplies and food and stuff like this, and he will conquer. He will conquer one tribe at a time, several tribes at a time, whatever it is. And he will probably even manipulate these tribes into you know, agreeing with him and whatnot because he knows the purple buttons to push. You know, things like this, right? Um, so. And so in that way, he creates more, a little bit more room for innovation. There's less stagnation, at least at the time that this was happening. Um, sure, it's very um, dominant. It's, sure, there's a lot of suppression and oppression and this kind of stuff that's happening with red to a certain extent. But it's a, a step, a, a bit of a step up from this unhealthy level of purple with the 30 tribes and this kind of stuff, right? Um And so, the problems start coming in with red when there's too much red or when there's not there's too many people in this red system. 
And so red starts becoming stagnant. Red starts becoming... Not only does red start becoming stagnant, there's a lot more combat with red. Um, there's a lot of uh, combat between red city-states and this kind of stuff, right? I could see one, one of the things that red would be doing, and blue, I, sp I suppose, would do this as well in different ways. But red especially, I think, would be one of those culture would, would be one of those spiral levels that would wipe out you know tr a tribe completely kind of thing I, I, I could see a purple doing that as well but it would especially be a red thing that would be done because it would be easier than actually trying to subjugate the tribe you know a blue would if it would do that it would do that as you know it would probably be more of a missionary type group. It would be wiping out most of the tribe, you know, the young and stuff like this, right? Pretty disturbing and stuff, you know, from that perspective that you're coming from, like orange and green and blue. But like red is trying to deal with the people below it. And oftentimes that means a lot of strength, um, you know, because red doesn't care about the consequences. It doesn't think ahead to the consequences um, because it's not concerned with those consequences. Its main objective is basically almost being present. It's it, not being present, sorry. Its main objective is, is uh, its main focus is in the present in that sense. Um, but like I said, the problems start happening when red becomes unhealthy, red becomes more rigid, the haves and have-nots become more and more and more rigidized, more stabilized in that sense. Uh, and so there's room, there's, there's less and less room for ex exploration and for um, innovation, this kind of stuff. And so red kind of like gets pinned into this one simple area. And so instead of those 30 tribes in this one area, now there's only like five or ten red based groups and so they're all competing for this small little space um, as before but only but less less uh, you know less tribes less groups less city states whatever less city states whatever but they're still competing for the same area um, with less people or with less um, with, with the same amount of group with the, with the same amount of people maybe even more people actually because Red has the ability to um, centralize power in that way. It's very authoritarian power, but it's more centralized than it would be with purple. Purple, purple would be very decentralized. You know, like purple, you could I could say purple would have like a hundred people, but the more and more that red would get together, it would, it would have more like three or four thousand people, and so there'd be more people, but there'd be less uh, tribes. Less of a less uh, cities or states, whatever it is, right? Um, but because, but the red would overwhelm it, itself. It would be because if there's too many red in one area, it would have too much conflict, uh, and so you'd have to build build really big walls to contain the red to deal with the the red outside of itself. And that's kind of thing because there's not enough law and order to deal with the red 
is and so blue would have to show up. That's the point of blue. That's why blue is there. Uh, that's why blue is the next level up. And we'll get into blue as we get into other stages. Here we go. Um, and so, yeah, red becomes very stagnant, very becomes very unstable because there's less uh, room, there's less, you know, things like this. Um, and in that state of, in that state that, you know, of, of red, you know, because red needs room to move around and, and to do the things that it's doing. If it doesn't really have that, if it has less and less of that, it becomes very uh, unhealthy, very unstable because it doesn't have the room to do what red would normally do, which is explore, you know, conquer, even dominate if that's what it's going to do. But it needs that room. If it doesn't have that room, it's going to be kind of stuck in pen 10, um, which is you know going to cause uh, consequences for more, even more consequences for itself. Because the reason why red can often sometimes get away with the things that it gets away with is because it moves around very quickly, right? Um, moving from one tribe to the next, conquering, 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 this kind of thing, right? So if you have like one, say, 30 tribes, right? And then you have the stage red person conquering one tribe, then two tribes, and three tribes, whatever. Then you have, you know, the less uh, red there is, the more that red can expand and improve and explore and conquer if that's what he wants to do. Slash she, slash they, slash whatever it is, right? Um, because they're rebelling against the purple mindset. They're rebelling against the purple state of um, nationhood or grouphood or whatever it is. And so that requires a lot of room in a lot of ways, to, to be honest with you, because it's it doesn't think too far ahead about the consequences. Um, and so stage red is kind of like moving around a lot. It's conquering a lot. It's doing a lot of things. It's exploring a lot because it's got a lot of energy to, to do this stuff with. But if there's not a lot of... Um, if there's not a lot of more room to do a lot of these things with, um, it's going to be spent in, and so that energy is going to have to go somewhere, right? And so it goes into the population that it's already familiar with. Maybe it tries to do that with other red states, but those red states are already stuck within that red themselves as well. And so they're also pent up, and so they're also combating. And so that kind of creates a, a constant state of war, a constant state of uh, you know, attrition or whatever it is. And so they, they build up walls so they because they don't want to deal with the, the red themselves. The other the, the other red people, they just want to be red themselves. Right? You see the, where I'm going, right? And so that creates this big problem. Where to kind of deal with this, you almost have to like Become blue. There's almost like an automatic response, which is to learn to become blue, and that that's something that that's a, it's the next step up, and we'll get into that um, in the next episode.
uh, because that's what's needed to move to the next level, the next stage of survival. Um, so, hold on a second. Go. There it goes. So, with stage red, the point is that there is actually positive and negative stage levels to this, right? Um, and so, stage red has its moments of usefulness, has its moments of uh, where it can actually be useful. It may be triggering to see that and to understand that, but that is very much something to become aware of. Um, the problem isn't stage red. It's, it's is it healthy or unhealthy? You know, this is where we get into this stability versus instability. Does red have enough room to move around in this kind of stuff, right? So anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you in the next one. Welcome to Spiral Dynamics Stage Blue and the Spiral Dynamics Basics Series Season 1, Episode 5. Um, so, I talked about the basics, the introduction, and we did the uh, Spiral Dynamics Stage Beige episode, and then purple and red. And now we're going to do blue, stage blue within the spiral of, uh, within the Spiral Dynamics and so um, we talked about stage red right? and we talked about how stage red is and the consequences of it um, and there's, there's a lot that we can go into, and, and I think I'm going to do a season two after this one, uh, going over like a lot of insights and understandings of, that I've that I have seen about spiral dynamics, but also insights and understandings that I've also had about spiral dynamics as well. Um, and if you haven't seen the other episodes, what I'm going to do. Once the season is over, which is going to, it's going to be only like nine episodes, I'm going to republish, I'm going to publish the episode, or I'm going to publish the entire season as one episode, so you don't have to look through every single episode, um, because there's a lot, there's, there's a lot to co come over, there's a lot to understand about it, and then once I'm done with say, season two, if there is going to be a season two, which I think there is going to be. I'm going to publish those episodes as one episode as well. Um, so, Stage Red, as we talked about before, was is very individualistic, it's very violent, and very uh, domination-based. It's very physical, honestly, like I said. It's like a, more of a gut-level stage. Um... And, you know, because Red doesn't really think too far ahead, it doesn't really consider the consequences, it doesn't really care about the consequences, 
Um, and there's a lot of implications that has for stage red people. Um, and we've, we're definitely going to get into that in season two. Um, but anyways, Sage Red has, because Stage Red doesn't think about the consequences, doesn't care about the consequences, that creates a lot of problems um, for the world around it and for Stage Red as well. You know, if you're, if you're a, a dominator, if you're a conqueror, there's only a matter of it's only a matter of time until you find somebody who's better than you at conquering, and they might conquer you, they might kill you, or whatever it is, right? Uh, and so, what's needed is a step up in evolution. This is what it's all about. The spiral is all about evolution, a step up in evolution. That's what it all is about. Uh, you know, stage beige, stage purple is a step up. Above stage beige. Um, you know, we don't really understand stage purple within our society because we're not taught to. We're not shown what that looks like, what that seems like, what that sounds like. Uh, because we're so used to, like, orange and green and blue. Um, perhaps a little bit of yellow, if you're more yellow, uh, which we'll get into in the future. But... Because of that, we have our own sort of mistranslations of what purple is, why purple is, and things like this, as especially in tier one. And so the way you, you have to almost think about this is um, almost more like a baby, right? You know, a baby when he's born, or or she, or whatever, is when that baby is born. That baby is stage beige. You know, if he's hungry, he's cry. He cries. If he's cold, he cries. You know, whatever it is, right? He doesn't understand why he's hungry. He doesn't understand why he's cold. He doesn't understand cause and effect. He doesn't have any concept of future. Um, and so from that place you go into eventually purple. But, you know, from like the stage orange mindset that you might be in or stage green or stage blue or whatever it is, um, especially stage orange and blue, green trying to idealize is purple, but, um, but from their point of view, from their mindset, they don't see the point and value of purple. They don't see why purple exists. But purple is a direct evolutionary step up from stage beige, because purple is, you know, once you 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 start to get a sort of cause and effect understanding, you understand that mommy is the one giving us all the food. Mommy's giving us all those things, and so now it becomes loyalty to mommy or loyalty to ancestor spirits or whatever it is, because that's what's giving you the food and the you know the information, whatever it is, right? <clears throat> and so like. If thunder is happening, the gods must be angry, you know, whatever it is, right? Um, and so we must please the gods or the ancestor spirits or whatever it is. And then that way we survive. Because, like I said, Stage Purple doesn't understand cause and effect in a scientific way, but in a more uh, 
sort of intuitive, right-brained, emotional kind of way. It's, it's not stage orange science and that kind of thing, right? And so eventually that leads to overpopulation uh, of tribes and lack of innovation, like we talked about in stage purple, which leads to stage red. Stage red is individualistic. Stage purple is collectivistic. You know, stage beige is individualistic. We talking about this, right? And so in red, red is defying purple. Red is the conqueror, the dominator, because red is trying to expand outward, is trying to, you know, like the explorer and, and this kind of stuff. Um, and so red, stage red, is a step up from stage purple. You know, if you're stage blue, orange, or green, you look at stage red and you're like, this shouldn't exist, this is a bad stage, and this is a wrong stage. And this, the people who are stage red are like evil, um, and things like this, because you are a step up evolutionarily speaking, in a, in a sense, right? And so you don't see why where stage red comes into play, how it comes into play, things like this. And so this is what we're attempting to learn. This is what I when I talk this is what I want to talk about in season two. Um as we progress with this, but stage red is like I said, more individualistic, it's more conquering domination than you this kind of stuff. But eventually uh, red runs into a similar problem that purple does, where there's too much red and there's not enough stability. And so because of that, blue is what shows up. Blue is the next stage because, uh, and of course, you know, one thing to understand about a lot of this is that you're not going to be necessarily like all orange or all blue or all red or whatever it is. You're going to be, all of those stages are within you. And you're, you can actually become aware of those stages within you, especially once you get to, like, tier two and you stage yellow. You can become very aware of these stages within you and, and, and things like this. But all the stages we have within us, um, you know, like, if you're dealing with, a, if you uh, are dealing with a natural disaster, chances are you're going to become very stage purple and it's going to be all about immediate family or friends or you know, spouses and children that you're you had um, you know this kind of thing, right? Your children, and that's very stage purple in that way, right? But if and and so in the same way, like stage red, you could enter stage red. You could get angry because something is going wrong, going not your way or whatever it is, and so you're using stage red to deal with that, like. I don't like that this is happening. Please stop doing this or whatever it is, right? Um, the problems aren't with stage red or purple or blue or orange or green, whatever it is. It's, it's usually the excesses of these things or the uh, un, the um, shadow aspects. You, you could almost call them one of the unconscious aspects, which we'll get into in the season two. Um, anyways, so... The answer to stage red problems, which are over uh, 
conquering, you know, there's a lot of war, there's a lot of violence, more violence and war than the, the uh, population can handle, this kind of thing. And so stage blue comes in to try to create stability. So stage blue is, you know, we're going, we're, we're switching back to collective again, right, collectivism. And so, you know, stage blue is kind of like the greater good kind of mindset. Um... There's like a deeper belief. Stage with stage blue belief is you know stage purple is the same way in some ways. You know, stage purple is the map is the territory kind of thing, right? You know, you ever heard this phrase? The map is not the territory. But for stage purple, and to a certain extent as well, to a lot of extent as well, stage blue is the map is the territory, right? The Bible is the word of God. The this, this is the way to deal with the ancestor spirits, whatever it is, right? Um, and so in stage blue, there's a deep level of belief-based ideology. Belief is everything to stage blue for whatever reason, like higher purpose and things like this. So um, don't, don't get it twisted when it comes to stage blue because oftentimes what I, what I can deeply see coming is people... When they start hearing about what stage blue is, they think it often is mostly just religious fanatics. But that's not always true, actually. I find that a lot of atheists are very stage blue without them realizing that. But um, we'll get into that as we get into this episode. And so stage blue, reality is about ideology. Ideology is the reality for stage blue, right? Um you know, like your belief system, like if you're a stage orange or green, to a certain extent, stage green as well, or yellow or whatever, your ideology is the ideology. You know there is a sort of difference between the ideology, the ideologies or the beliefs uh, and reality, right? But in stage blue, there, that line is kind of blurred. The belief is the reality, like the, the the Bible is the Word of God. There's no black and there's no shades of gray with that understanding. It's all black and white. Like there is no other Bible that is the Word of God. You know, this is the one. You know, uh, this kind of thing, right? Black and white. Stage purple is similar, but is you know, you could almost say that with stage purple, it's more narrowed. It, it's more narrowed towards like the specific tribe or people, <clears throat> or Techniques or whatever it is versus like stage blue. It's a little bit less narrowed in that way It's a little bit more Universal it's not completely universal, but it's more universal than stage purple. I think is uh, In that way, you know with stage purple it would do you know, the ancestor spirits you, you it would be about the ancestor spirits or about pleasing the gods or whatever it is stage blue it would be like uh, and that would be based on like the, the local area, the local family unit kind of thing as stage purple. But in stage blue, that's more like the local nation or the, you know, whatever it is. Not the local nation, sorry. The nation, um, this kind of thing. Nationalism, nationalism could be a very stage blue idea, right? Um, uh, and there's a deep level of... Like I said, there's almost there's a very deep level of belief 
is reality kind of thing uh, unconsciously that's happening with stage or consciously even perhaps that's happening with stage blue where it's like the the belief whatever your belief is it's not just it's not just belief it's reality it's everything to stage blue in this kind of way right um and of course Anybody could be stage blue, religious or not religious, doesn't matter. Atheists oftentimes have a very stage blue mindset without even realizing that, honestly. It's a very deep problem that they don't even realize is happening. But, uh, um, you know, it could be they have a very higher purpose as well. Um, because it's not, it's not just about having an ideology. But it's also about spreading the ideology, I think, as well. Which is why you see a lot of atheists um, trying to spread atheism through books and through YouTube. You know, like Richard Dawkins, I think, would be like a good example of like somebody who's like stage blue atheism. Doesn't realize it. Doesn't see that it's a belief, but that's part of the problem with beliefs in the first place, right? Um, but there's also the element, the religious element, where... You could have somebody who's a stage blue religious person who's doing the same, the exact same thing, you know, like Prager U, um, which, you know, there's other people like that, you know, who do this. Um, and so, uh, the God, God is everything to stage blue or, you know, atheism or whatever the God is. Um, a lot of people, a lot of atheists want to say that they, they don't believe in atheism. It's just a thing that exists. But it's, that's, that's how stage kind of blue works. It's not about reality. It's about belief. The belief is more powerful than reality in a lot of ways with stage blue. Uh, oh, um, there's a sort of stability level, I think, that comes with stage, stage blue. When you're coming from stage red to stage blue, you stabilize. A little bit more. There's more of like an understanding of consequence. Um, when you're in that kind of like red blue mix, there's like a guilt for the red actions based on the blue mindset um, and this kind of thing, right? Um, you could say a higher power, the idea of the higher power and like submitting to the higher power is, you know, like a stage blue mindset as well. Or the, the higher group or submitting to the higher group, you know, absolutely kind of thing. Like not, not just submitting as in like, oh, I agree with some of these things and not the other things. But like submitting as in like you have to agree with all of it or most of it at the very least, right? Um, you know, that's – and so like you could think of it in terms of history as well. Like in the past – like the church was everything. Like it was, not only was the church responsible for like confession and all those things like it is now, like in the Catholic church and things like this, but it was directly responsible for the state. And there was a lot of overlap between church church and state and church would influence state and state, state would have to submit to the church's rule and dogma and this kind of thing. And so if that didn't happen, you know, there was a lot of, problems caused by that. a lot of violence <clears throat> because you know, stage blue 
has an ultimate hierarchy. Like everything is a hierarchy in Sage Blue. Like you have to know your place. You have to know where that place is and things like this, right? And so if you have a dogma and that dogma is being disagreed with from another Stage Blue perspective, that, that, that is a deep problem for the Stage Blue because this dogma is the salvation to you know heaven or whatever it is for the world and so if you're not getting that as a, a stage as another stage blue person that's a problem for this stage blue church and so that had to be deal, dealt with in, in violent ways and even in conquering ways whatever it might have taken you know, the war the 30 years war was somewhat about this as well like if you know a little bit about history which i don't really want i know enough about that uh there was other elements involved with that honestly as well that Make, make you uh, make it a little bit less religious, but there was definitely that aspect as well that was being played into. Um, so absolutism is kind of like the idea of stage blue. You, you could say so. Everything has to be absolutely this way. Like, you if you're on the low end of the totem pole, as a stage in a stage blue society, there's no way of getting to a higher level of, on, on the totem pole. It's not. It's not possible uh, because that would go against God's word or God's plan or whatever it would be. Um, from that stage blue mindset. Uh, I've talked about this before, but there's an interesting, I think somewhat of an interesting correlation between uh, Satan and stage red. And then, you know, because, and this is, I've talked about this before, but basically what I become aware of is that a lot of this interesting uh, power dichotomy, this problem of power, and that's, you know, God is dealing with when it comes to state, Satan is somewhat similar to the stage red versus stage blue dichotomy, right? Stage red is very violent. It's very self-interested. It doesn't want to submit to a higher authority. And so it might do a lot of violence and conquering to deal with that and whatever it is, right? Which you, you could say would be like the Lucifer or whatever it is, right? And so stage in the so the stage blue god is like but you must submit to this absolute hierarchy satan or you will be cast into hell or whatever it is right and so there is something to be said about how because um, this idea of satan versus god is is basically a comparison in a lot of ways between stage red and stage blue um, stage orange, maybe to a certain extent as well, but definitely stage red as well. Stage red is the sinners, the the bad people, and things like this, right? Um, and of course, stage blue is collectivist. But like I said, if you have 
stage blue Christian, whatever that might be, whatever denomination that is. And that's and there's also a stage blue, you know, Muslim. Those are complete differences, and they can't be reconciled based on this religion and things like this, right? Um, and so, the absolute is important with this process. There's a deeper. Hold on. I'm trying to. See how long we get in there. We'll go. So there's a deep need to um, submit to higher authority, and there's a deeper level of purpose and things like this. But there's there's um, there's goods and bads. Uh, well, I would say, I wouldn't use the words goods and bads, but there's healthy and unhealthy levels of blue. Right? The unhealthy levels of blue would be like the extreme. Absolutist positions. There's only black and white kind of mindset that blue would have. Um, you know, you're either with us or against us. Black and white mind thinking, black and white thinking kind of mindset. Um, but there's also healthy aspects as well. that we can also consider, which is like things like order. The ability to have law in order is, is kind of a stage of blue mindset. Is a stage of blue thing, right? Um, a higher purpose to a certain extent could be more of a stage blue mindset. Like following, you know, if you, if you um, listen to Jordan Peterson, there's a lot of this in, as well. Like very simple things like clean your room, you know, do do these tasks and things like this. It's very stage blue, like mindsets, very very routine, very orderly. But and the, and and because of that, it's very helpful, very useful for you and for others and things like this. Um, because it's trying to combat the stage red chaos. You know, stage red would cause a lot of chaos in this way. And so, stage blue is trying to combat that chaos. The conscientiousness would be more of a stage blue uh, thing to a certain extent. Maybe somewhat stage orange as well. You know, stage blue orange. Um, you know, bureaucracy could be very stage blue. Uh, things like this. Stage blue is not a problem necessarily. The problems are usually that it's uh, there's a lot of uh, excesses of stage blue. There's a lot of extreme ology. There's a lot of extreme uh, elements to it. You like all of the stages, honestly. Like most of the stages, especially tier one level, it, are will have healthy and unhealthy levels. Stage red sounds unhealthy for most people because they have kind of advanced beyond that. But stage red has its moments and it has to use this. Um, it can conquer anything, not just conquer in the sense of like dominating lands and people, but also conquer anything in the sense of like any kind of obstacle. Like if you're... Uh, 
In some ways, I think a lot of heroes could be very stage red, blue. Like Batman, I think, would be very stage blue in some ways, honestly. But, uh, uh, and what I mean by, like, conquer anything, like, imagine that you are trapped by a supervillain or whatever. And so you, but if, you know, stay, and, but stage red can conquer that situation in certain ways and things like this, right? So stage red slash blue and things like this, right? So the higher purpose, stage blue has a higher purpose, right? Submitting to God, whatever that is, right? Uh, it's not even really submitting to God. That's a good example because it's the most overt examples, but it's, there's other higher purposes as well you can go into with this. But it's basically about creating order in a chaotic world and this kind of thing, right? We're trying, it's trying to be something that it will approve of, or that God will approve of, or that whatever it is will approve of. Um, of course, there's a lot of, you know, elements of Steve Blue we can get into that are a problem, that, that could be considered problems by most people. Like sexism could be somewhat of a stage blue, really a stage red in some ways as well, mindset, uh, you know, racism. <clears throat> because blue, while it is collective, it's not completely collective. It's not universally collective. It's only collective when it comes to its own religion or state or nation or whatever it is. And so that can create a lot of conflicts between other states and other religions and things like this, which we're dealing with right now with Islam and terrorism and this kind of stuff, which I honestly think is overblown anyways, but that's another episode. Um, and, you know, a lot of that is coming from like a red, blue, purple sort of mindset, you know, Islam, purple, red, blue. Um, that's kind of thing, right? Um, and so, blue has like a need to be, need to belong to something higher than itself, something more than itself, at least. Uh, I've noticed this. I've not. I've noticed that, like, especially if you're a religious blue, you need to belong to something more than yourself, right? To be approved of by something more than yourself. And there's other things as well that we can get into with other stages and stuff like this. You know, stage red needs to free itself of the stage purple or blue or green influences. Stage purple needs to create community to uh, escape the chaos of stage beige and you know, red and things like this. Stage blue needs to recover from and create order from the chaos that stage red and uh, you know had created and things like this, right? And so, from that place, we get into blue orange. Uh, we, we didn't really go over the, the different sort of variants, you know, purple, red, red, blue, you know, things like this. But, you know, blue is, you know, like, you know, very, 
dogmatic in this way, very one size fits all or must fit all or kind of thing uh, mindset. But when it's tempered with orange, it creates the freedom to be a little bit more, be a little bit more free in that way. Like I think a lot of in a lot of ways, I think our constitution is kind of very very orange and blue. Um. Yeah, because there's there's great freedom, you know, like the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, the things like this. There's a lot of freedoms there, separation between church and state and this kind of stuff, which you know, the Founding Fathers found very important at the time, which I, I definitely agree with. But there was also a great order that was created because of the chaos of the Confederate Confederation, the Confederacy, that happened before the uh, Constitution was created. Um, and so there was some stage blue re uh, parts that were added as well. This kind of thing, right? And so we'll get into orange in the next episode. Let's see how much time we got going out. Um, and so stage blue orange, before we get into that, is, you know, stage blue is the same as orange, is the same as it was, but it's a little bit more tempered with freedom Welcome and the, the, the idea of, the ideas of freedom and, stage and making money within the uh, and things like this. So stage blue could be more, stage blue orange could be like bureaucrats and, and uh, like spiral base, technicians. Spiral dynamics like basic season one. So we'll get into six. The stage orange um, and how that can and how that comes so about. we're going to go into stage one. We're going to go, of course, we're going to do what we usually do. Um, by going into why stage orange happens and things like this, right? So imagine you're a kid. Imagine you're, uh, when it comes to a lot, when it comes to the spiral, you have to understand that this is more, it's almost more of a cognitive system rather than a personality system. Um, and so like, just like, you know, when you were younger, like four or five, six or seven, whatever it is, you didn't understand math. You had to learn it step by step. Like what does one plus one equal two, you know, one plus one, one plus two equals three, things like this. The same sort of principle somewhat applies to spiral dynamics, especially in the beginning. That's why it's important not to skip or try to skip skip stages because it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be as simple as it might originally seem, right? And so you're imagine the, the way to think about the way that I like to think about spiral dynamics is through growing up as a child, right? And you start with stage beige. You're a baby. You're you're hungry. You cry. You're you uh, you're thirsty. You cry. You're you're cold. You cry. Whatever it is, right? Because you don't know what hunger hunger is. You don't know what cold is. You don't know what any of these things is. Um, it's a nonverbal stage, right? And so it's a very present moment based awareness. <clears throat> and so imagine that over time, eventually you will start to realize that. Oh, mom! Mommy is giving me all these things. 
you know, like I see that the nature spirits are, you know, they, they, these things are growing and the nature spirits are what makes them grow or whatever it is, right? That's purple, right? Purple is like mommy. It's very like family based. It's, it's the group is very tight knit. It's it's kind of like a family oriented um, stage in a lot of ways. It's very like you know you know this kind of thing, right? So it's like mommy is the key to everything. So you know, support mommy, help mommy. Mommy is everything to me. I don't want to lose mommy. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Right? So you get very attached to the group at this kind of stage is right and then eventually you kind of grow up you want to become more independent you know from that stage and so you get into stage red you know the terrible twos where everything becomes about me mine mine you know give me mine give me you know mine give me me mine that's mine uh, you're trying to now separate from mommy. Mommy is now, um, what's the word I'd use here? Mommy is now intruding upon me. Now, you know, now I want to become more independent and, and you know, it's not something necessarily that you're thinking about, but that's like the process, right? You're gaining more independence in this way. Mine, mommy, mommy, you, you're, you took my toy, you know, the mommy might give you timeout. She's trying to imp impose stage blue upon you. Timeout, and you're like, no, no timeout, mine. You know. Um. But then eventually, you realize that that the key to mommy's favor is stage blue. Order, uh, clean your room, you know, do these kinds of things, right? Because that that that. Pleases mommy. It keeps you keeps mommy from shouting at you. Whatever it is, right? Um, but eventually, over over time, you you know once you you know because this is kind of like a cycle that you sort of repeat two times. You know, once when you're young, like very young, like toddler and this kind of thing, and then once you kind of grow up and your hormones are going crazy at like teenage years. You somewhat repeat this again uh, from stage purple to red and blue and this kind of stuff. You know, because then you have these clicks uh, and this kind of stuff, right? And so, but once you are older, you become stage orange. As an adult, not always, but as, you know, you start to become more aware of your the needs to get out of the nest and get more money and get more things for yourself and things like this. So as with all of the stages, stage orange is caused because stage blue is, is, uh, is not as useful for the world around you and things like this, right? Like you, you, there's lack of in, innovation. There's way too much rigidity going on. There's not. There's too much dogma, things like this, and so there's a need for a change, as, as we talked about before in the spiral. Right? There's a need for this change. There's a need for the change to happen in some kind of way, and so to to deal with that, 
A new stage comes online, stage orange. Um, in a lot of ways, the enlightenment is very stage orange. You know, science, technology, reason, logic. Um, the the Constitution, the United States Constitution, is very stage orange, as well. Uh, you know, like a lot of freedoms, freedom of religion, freedom from not only just not only freedom of religion, but freedom from religion, um, this kind of thing. Freedom, you know, to own guns, freedom to free speech, this kind of stuff, right? Very orange-based concepts because, you know, the United States was dealing with a very sort of domineering um, Britain. And so they didn't want to repeat that same problem as a, as a new nation. And so they created, they limited the... Not only did they create these kinds of freedoms, but they also limited the power of the government. Uh, and there's more, you know, there's a lot more, um, so for it, there's more uh, that has to be put into play when you're doing a, when you want a, a new law. Like if you're, You know, if you're a king, you don't really have to look to other people to make a new law. You just make a new law or whatever it is, right? There's very few limitations placed upon your power. And so to deal with that, the United States decided to fix that problem because they saw they, they were dealing with that problem with Britain and other, other things like this, right? Because stage blue... Stage red, stage blue, things like this were very limiting um, to the uh, the new state, the new uh, nation, new area, territory of of the United States, things like this. And so, stage orange was kind of like the response to this. Like, I don't want to be limited by an all consuming authority like it's it's an absolutistic monarchy like I don't want uh, this kind of monarchy um, because it's that's what caused the problems in the first place that's what caused the revolution in the in America in the first place we don't want that as, as America as United States nation because we saw where that landed us last time with the United Kingdom and things like this right and so in the same way, stage orange is trying to free itself from the stage blue mindset, right? The Enlightenment, to a certain extent, I think the Renaissance, you could even say, like, you had new discoveries about how the world was, like, the Earth revolves, you know, the sun, oh, you know, we originally believed in the Ptolemaic theory of the universe, which is like the sun revolved around the earth, but now we realize that the earth revolved around the sun. So these kinds of things came from stage orange, like logic, technology, science, uh, reason, you know, things, things like this were 
idea direct result and direct uh, stage up above stage blue, which is you know dogmatism, absolutism, absolute hierarchies, black and white thinking, this kind of thing. Um, and of course, stage blue had to deal with that in in some ways, you know, get Galileo and that kind of stuff. And so, to kind of And so stage orange is a direct rebellion and step up from stage blue because of this reason and logic and science and this kind of stuff, right? Of course, you can have stage blue logic as well, but that's you know another episode. <laughs> um, but you know, stage orange is trying to uh, loosen, decrease some of this absolutistic mindset and power and things like this and so you know because it's more interesting in freedom because you know the stage orange is individualistic you remember the the uh the way this goes right individualistic collective individualistic collective individualistic collective so like beige red orange yellow are individualistic blue or sorry purple blue or green and turquoise are collectivistic um And so orange is more individualistic and more concerned about success and money um, because that that gets uh, orange ahead in in the world and this kind of thing, right? And so you could say that orange is kind of like the beginning of actual like wealth generation, um, you know, versus like blue where the wealth, there might still be wealth, but it was very... It was uh, more cronyistic. Um, it was based on like if you were a lord or a friend of the lord or whatever it is, or the king or whatever it might be, versus like orange, where there may still be some cronyism, which there is, honestly, but more, that has more to do with are you good at what you do? Like, are you, you know, what kind? What are you doing? What can you do for me? Kind of thing, right? Um, uh, business wise, business is big business is kind of like orange. Um, libertarianism is very orange. Honestly, it's really interesting that libertarian has, is very orange, but it's also got some like blue, um, ideology in it a little bit, but it's very orange, it's mostly orange. Um, Because it's concerned with freedom. And a lot of this sort of decentralized power, to a certain extent, actually comes because of orange. You know, I made an episode a while back called The Beauty and Power of Decentralized Power Structures, or something like this. uh, um, And uh, some of that might be from blue as well, but a lot of it is a very orange mindset. You know, blue, blue is, while blue is very, like, Absolutistic, like it has to be done in this precise way, in this precise form, and this kind of thing. Orange is a little bit less this way. So, like a, a state blue orange person would be more of the bureaucrat, um, this kind of thing. Whereas, like an orange, more orange person minded person would be like the innovator or the business person, or whatever it is, right? 
Um, the orange is rebelling against the, the blue, right? Because um, blue is, is too dogmatic. So you might be thinking, well, what is the difference between orange and red, right? And I think the difference is, well, there's a bunch of differences, actually. You know, red is more combative. Red is kind of more gut level. Orange has a little bit more of a mental quality to it than, than red does. You know, red is like, do... Um, do something, don't think about it later, you know, this kind of thing. Where orange is like, think think about it and do it. Think about it until you get it right and then do it and, and, in a way that maximizes your power or your money or whatever it is that you're looking to do. Um, red is overt. Orange is more uh, like a like a red person, like a stage red person would be very, it could be very violent and combative with you, but like a stage orange person, if they're, if they're trying to get you or whatever, they might be very nice to your face, but they would be manipulative and stab you in the back kind of thing to get ahead or whatever it is they're trying to do, right? Especially if they're very unhealthy stage orange, right? Um, I think stage with stage orange, there's more of like a mask quality to it. Stage orange has like a, there's like a mask. It's it's kind of like what I've talked about before in other episodes where a lot of stage orange is about the package, um, is, which is why we, we live in a very cosmetic co- culture because it's not about the quality or the quantity of something. Sometimes it is if that, that increases its value, but it's often more about the package than it is the thing itself. Are you delivering this thing in a very good package, a package that looks shiny, that looks good? And I'm, I'm not even talking about the, like a physical package. Like when you buy something to package, just packages look good. But I mean the packages in like the public relations, like the the marketing campaigns and things like this. Do, does that present a good package? The package being like the, you know, like the outside of the thing that you're, you're – like the, for instance, like the iPhone, for instance, like you, you have an iPhone, you can buy an iPhone or whatever it is that you're getting, but there's also a sort of package or a, a sort of manipulation ca- campaign of sorts to get you to buy the iPhone itself. Um, and that package is what's typically more important I, I build this with orange than the actual product yourself not that the product is unimportant but the product is like se- almost secondary I've noticed this not always but you know this is how businesses work this is how they sell you what they sell you um, and that's why I say we live in a very cosmetic culture so say stage one is more mask it's more masked like it'll show you like, for instance, what I mean by this is, like, it'll show you um, when it's out in public, it's it's very much one way. It looks amazing. It looks beautiful. It looks like this person is very uh, – I don't even know if necessarily you would say very kind, but, like, you know, he's 
uh, not manipulative. He's not, you know, whatever it is. But like in private, there's a very different thing. Where, for instance, like if you're a company or a politician or whatever it is in your stage orange, you might be very um, friendly towards another politician that you might not like. But then in private, and when you're in public, that you would be very friendly with this politician. But in private, you would be. Uh, trying to bring this politician down or backstabbing this politician or whatever it is, right? And so that's kind of like what I get with the, the picture of orange in a lot of ways, and especially if it's unhealthy orange. And the example that I think about is Enron, right? You, you, uh, if you know what Enron is, it was a company. If I remember correctly, this is how it went, right? It was a company that was around and it was f- faking their... Um, how much money they were making and this kind of thing. Um, and eventually they, they got found out and it was you know, found, they found out there was actually, that was not making as much money as they, that as the company was saying they were making and things like this, because it's more about the package than it is about the actual, the honesty of the situations so that orange can be very dishonest in this way. If it's unhealthy, especially, um, you know, because it's not interested in honesty. It's interested in getting ahead making money, making, getting power, whatever it is it's trying to do, it's more on, it's more interested in that than actually being honest, actually being aware in this kind of way. And so in that way, what that's what I mean by orange has more of like a mask quality to it. Of course, you could say that about all the stages, honestly, blue has something similar, but I think orange more, more so in some ways because it is less, um, it's, it's less, it's more selfish. Like if you were to look up the typical definition of selfishness in the dictionary, you could look, you could think of like a very extreme stage orange person. Like like an extremely unhealthy stage orange person, you know, things like this, right? Um, But like all the, like with all the stages, stage orange has its good spots, its bad spots, its healthy not good, bad, but healthy and unhealthy spots. Um, you know, there might be a lot, a lot of manipulation and, and shady practices and dealings and things like this in stage orange. Um, but at the other element, the other element of this is because of the uh, abilities of stage orange is able to get more people out of poverty, believe, uh, believe it or not, based versus versus like stage blue or red, right? Uh, you know, a lot of I would say that a lot of criminals would be stage red. Um, you know, within society, um, you know, there was what, what was really one thing that was really interesting that the uh, book Spiral Dynamics: Mastering Values, Leadership, and Change talks about was how uh, a lot of the criminal organizations have ignored purple in, in favor of red in a lot of ways. It's really interesting to kind of contemplate that. Something I might do an episode on at, um, in the future in season two or three, probably season two. I probably won't go into season three. Um, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, stage orange. 
is concerned with itself, concerned with power, money, whatever it is it's trying to achieve, it's not doing that because of the greater good or because of some higher power. It's doing it because of itself, because of its, you know, desire for these things. And so like self-improvement, the law of attraction, these kinds of like things, really orange mindsets. You could say like law of attraction, kind of more orange green in some ways, but like very orange, mostly. Like, um, you know, pickup is kind of orange, red to a certain extent as well. But um, these kinds of things are based on the person, the individual's needs and wants and desires. It doesn't really matter what the other people around the individual want. It's more, unless it's, um, it's more about the person itself, unless it serves this person to give the uh, people around them what they want. If, that's, if it serves them to do that, they will do that. But they'll do it with a sort of um, caveat, like, I'll give you what you want if you give me what you want, things like this. Um, in a lot of ways, I've noticed this. You know, there's a sort of deep quality of ownership. I think that comes with orange, like I own this and you know, I own that and this kind of thing. Um, you know, all this kind of thing, right? So you have like an orange. Uh, our society in the West is very orange. Um, there's some good, bad. There's some good. There's some uh, good, bad that comes with that. You know, there's a lot of ability to move up within society because of the orange. Of course, there's a lot of problems as well because it's not as easy to move up in a orange versus like a green or whatever. But you you still can't, right? Um, the bad is that it doesn't care about the environment as much if it doesn't affect if it doesn't serve the self agenda of the company or the person who's in stage orange or whatever to care about those things, right? It doesn't necessarily care about how it affects the world globally as long as, <clears throat> you know, as, you know, unless that is making them more money to care about that, you know, things like this, right? Um, and so all of this is very much evolutionarily based. It's, it's kind of like what you get when you're, like if you're, um, let's say you were somehow brought into a new world and you not, knew nothing about how that world worked and nothing about how that world is supposed to act and things like this, you'd have to probably start, you probably end up starting with stage page, right? Um, especially if you didn't have any thoughts or any idea about how things work in reality, things like this. Right? So you start with stage page. You didn't know anything. And eventually over time you might bond with a couple of people a couple, and then they'll have to create a stage purple tribe, which eventually would create stage red and things like this, right? And go on and on and on. And that eventually creates stage orange. Stage orange is very wealthy. There's a lot of wealth that creates because of stage orange. Um, of course, there's problems with stage orange, and we can, we've caught, we, we went over a couple of those already, but. Because of the ability of 
because of stage orange itself and because of the ability to have stage orange, we have more of an ability to uh, move up in the world than we would have had 400 years ago, 500 years ago, 600 years ago, whatever it was. Like, because in stage blue, you're, if you're born as a clergy, you, you know, because you had, like, there's a lot of, like, a stage purple bonding as well in this, but, like, if you're born within a rich family or as a clergy, in a clergyman but, but family or whatever it is, that's what you're going to destined to be. Like, that's where you are. But if you're born as, like, a poor farmer or a serf or whatever it is, you, there's no way of moving up within that society. But if you're in an orange society or orange-blue society, you're you might be born as a poor person, but you can at least move up higher if that's what you so desire, if, that's, if it's possible for you to do that in some way, right? Uh, if there's not too much in, uh, impediments within your way, like stage red, you might be born in a very stage red uh, neighborhood where, where there's a lot of gangs and things like this, and that, that impedes your process a little bit as well. But it's still possible. It's more possible within a stage orange society to do this than it would be in a stage blue society, which is one of the reasons why stage orange is so useful in that way. Um, Yeah, but, but because stage orange is very sort of facade-like in a lot of ways, it leaves a lot to be desired when it comes to personal meaning and like higher goals and spirituality and things like this, which is where the next stage comes into play. Stage green, you know, because you could you could live your entire life as stage orange, you know getting more money more and more and more and more and more and buying buy more things with that money more and more and more and more and more. But that's not necessarily going to satisfy you in the long term because it's, you know, a lot of that, it, a lot of material, the thing about materialism is that it's a very short term satisfaction. It's like you'll, you'll get like something, whatever it is, and that you might feel happy or pleasurable with that thing for like a, a couple of days or a day or a week or whatever, but eventually that satisfaction goes away. It, it it's, gets less, le it becomes less uh, and disappears over time. And so you buy more to put fill that hole. The orange, you could say stage orange has a very big hole that it's trying to fill and it's trying to fill that hole with objects, with experiences with money with wealth with power this kind of stuff and eventually what again ends up getting found found out by the orange person who's starting to get into more green is that you you aren't able to fill this hole with all these different things like sex and money and drugs and whatever it is that you're filling the hole with you know, because in stage orange, there's a deeper rebellion. Um, and so, you know, because you're going, you're coming from state, you're exiting stage blue where there's a lot of repression um, of natural like instincts and stuff like this. And so in stage orange, you're, you're rebelling against all that and you're letting all of that kind of go in a lot of ways. Um,
you know, the way that the book Spiral Dynamics, uh, Mastering Value, Leadership, and Change puts it is, you know, the stage orange person will make a lot of noise and be very rebellious, but then they apologize about making all this noise, whatever it is, right? Um, but eventually, you know, like I said, they realize, you know, the reason why people go to stage green is because they realize that all of those things are not filling the hole that's inside of them because the hole it can't be filled in this way, right? Um, and so stage green is, you know, and so they start going into more of stage green. It becomes more about spirituality and about um, finding your own way and your own path and this kind of thing. And we'll get into that as, as in the next sort of episode. So that's pretty much it for this episode. I think. Let me see. Um, I'm trying to figure out how much time we have here, how much we we need to go over still. So. The orange is a very common stage. You know, most people that you meet is probably going to be in a very orange stage. Or they're going to be either orange or blue. Um, they might be more green, depending on where you are as well. And things like this, right? Um, and I will probably go into that deeper in, in season two about how to figure out where you are or where somebody else is within the stage of spiral dynamics and things like this, because there's deep, there's deep con, uh, there's kind of like a, a lot of elements of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Things that look like orange, but might, might not actually be orange or might look like blue, but not are actually are not blue, whatever it is. Right. Um, because it's easy, very easy to get stuck in the content. You know, like stage, the, the tier one will get easily stuck in content and they don't see the reasoning why. But the reasoning why is what we're looking for when we're looking at spiral dynamics usually. Um, and the reasoning, and so like there's a lot of, I think there's an interesting thing to look at when it comes to these stages is like what, needs are these stages of fulfilling trying to fulfill by doing this with things like this right stage or stage purple is fulfilling the family need <coughs> bonding to keep the family together because if it was just stage beige it'd be, it'd be chaos it would be able to you would be able to keep the family together whatever it is right stage red is needing to get away from the family become more independent for themselves it's see what that's like in things like this stage blue is needing to get to a higher level of um, con- connecting to, or not connecting to God, but to um, uh, understanding God and creating order in the world and things like this. Stage orange is needing to gain more wealth, power, and money for itself. Ah, uh, things like this. And so... That's kind of the episode for now. I think I'm going to 
send this off, and then I'm going to do the next episode. Hello, everyone. Time for Spiral Dynamics Sage Green. As we do get into the deeper levels of this. Um, and so the spiral is becoming now we're becoming collectivists um, as stayed green right so <clears throat> because orange had you know if you haven't watched if you haven't listened to the episode about stage orange the stage orange mindset is fill up this hole right because there's a there's a hole orange doesn't even realize there's a hole honestly i don't think it's completely honest obvious to them but there is a hole there is uh, and so they're trying to fill it with material things wealth power sex whatever it is they're trying to get it's all about themselves but what they start to realize at the end is that that they can't fill this hole with things you know, with material things and all these things they're trying to fill the hole with and so that starts the entry into stage green where you start getting into the deeper levels of spirituality some of the deeper levels of spirituality and some of the deeper levels of understanding things from a more relativistic point of view. You know, stage words is, is still more, uh, it's more, it's less dogmatic than blue when it comes to black and white thinking, but they still aren't very relative yet. They're still very um, ideological. They're still very stuck in orange. But with green comes more of that possibility for relativistic thinking. You know, my truth is is just my truth, and there's also your truth and this kind of stuff, right? Um, you know, the new age is green. New age movement and stuff like this is very green, where it's like my truth is not better than your truth, and my culture is not better than your culture, and things like this. Um, it is... And so with green, there's more of a attempting to be harmonious uh, kind of thing, right? You know, because it's, it's collectivistic, because that, that, that's the cycle, right? Individualistic, collectivistic, individualistic, collectivistic. So like stage purple is collectivistic, stage blue is, and then stage green, right? Stage purple and blue are very dogmatically collectivistic, Stage green can somewhat be that as well, but um, I'll get into that as, as we get into this episode. But um, with stage green, the uh, goal is you know, harmony, consensus with the group, whatever that group is, either the stage green group, right? Um, oops. Um, the the need to now there's other needs that show up with stage green you know there's there's needs to be harmonious there's a need to be uh you know, because 
with stage orange comes a lot of like uh what's the word I'd use? With the stage orange comes a lot of manipulation and a lot of problems and baggage in that kind of way. And so stage green is trying to avoid that, that by becoming more harmonious, becoming more kind and this kind of thing. Uh, you know, you could start to get into a collectivistic mindset where it's like capitalism is bad because of all these problems. Because they're seeing the problems of stage orange. But they're not seeing their own problems when it comes to stage green and things like this, which we can get into and later in this episode. Um, and so the relativism of stage green is, is still very uh, undeveloped in a lot of ways. It's not quite developed as it would be in like stage yellow or turquoise. And so with stage green relativism, it's still very uniform. It's relative it's relativistic but in a very stage green kind of way um where it's kind of like you know, my truth is is not your truth and it's no better than your truth kind of way but it's still very much relativistic in a, in a very stage green harmonious kind of way like right things like this right um And it becomes more about from stage going from stage orange to stage green. Now, stage orange doesn't necessarily care as much about love, but stage green is more is looking is you know looking at love in a more universal context. It's not as it's not about the self, but about the, the entire community and things like this, right? Now, whereas like stage blue, it was collectivistic. But it was collectivistic in a very nationalistic kind of way, or even a very like religious kind of way, like only within a certain religion or only only within a certain nation or whatever it is, right? Versus stage green, where that collectivism is more universal. You're not completely universal because it's still it's still collective in a more stage green uh, perspective, but it's. More, more universal than it is in stage blue and stage purple. Because, of course, stage green sees the problems of stage blue and stage purple to a certain extent. Um, mostly stage blue kind of idealizes stage purple, honestly. But uh, anyways, so in stage green, it's trying to be harmonious, right? Like I said before. Universal love and this kind of stuff. Where is my... Where's the charge? There it is. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, politi being politically correct is a very stage green mindset because it doesn't want to offend anyone within the group. Um, that causes its own set of problems, which we can get into. Um, whereas, like, stage orange would not care. Stage blue, if they see that kind of political correctness, it'd be like, I don't really, you know, that's kind of dumb. Um, or they, they, they might be, stage blue might be politically correct, but, I mean, probably not in the same way. 
the correctness is not political, it's more religious or dogmatically in this kind of way, right? Um, Sage Green is looking to create consensus uh, within this group that they're in, right? And that can create a lot of problems because they're, um, you know, they're kind of into just, and that, that because that can create a lot of talking without a lot of, without a whole lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Action to back it up, this kind of thing, right? But stage green could be very activist. Um, environmentalism and this kind of thing would be very stage green. Um, and we'll get into the why that can be good, but also can be problematic in a minute. So, um, it's looking to sort of universalize and spiritualize life. If, of course, it's not completely doing it yet because it's not tier two, and we'll get into tier two and what that what tier two looks like and is in the next kind of episode. Um, actually, I might separate tier two and then stage yellow and, and two two tip two episodes, but we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, stage green is is looking to belong to a, a group. It's it's not concerned with the self. It's concerned with being belonging to a group. There's a, there's this sort of pseudo spirituality, I think, in some ways within, uh, say, stage orange, because it's trying to um, be, or it's trying to uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's trying to appeal to stage green, but within stage green, that spirituality is, is more developed. Uh, it's, it's still very much in its infancy in a lot of ways, honestly, but it's beginning that process, right? Because it's, it's looking to be part of a whole um, in a sort of universal way, like very kind, compassionate, love, this kind of thing. Um, and so, like a lot of, you could say like a lot of uh, You could say almost like that Jesus might be very stage green or, or maybe turquoise. We'll get into turquoise later. But there's some like stage green type elements, I think, within some of the Jesus sayings. Uh, it's really ironic, actually, because a lot of religious, a lot, a lot of Christians are more stage blue orange. When, when and, and they believe in Jesus and all that stuff, even though Jesus is act, would actually be more like green turquoise. It's really funny, and, and when you look at when you think about it, honestly. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. So, stage green would want to offend anybody. It's very politically correct, and of course, that can go to extremes, which we're, we've been seeing more of that as we go on here within society within the past couple of years. Um, you know, you could you could feel very loved as a, within a stage green group if you are at least moderately close to that stage green ideal or understanding whatever it is, right? 
because it's it's more there's like a you could say that there's like a um, what's the word I'd use a collective warmth for the people in the group and so that would create a lot of like uh, a love and this kind of thing the group, there's a lot of vibrancy within stage green that's very it, it's very uh, cool in a lot of ways but anyways um, but like I said stage green is looking to have everybody to seek a consensus should people agree within the group as much as possible if possible um, of course, that causes a lot of problems because you know, consensus isn't always possible and things like this, but um, it's trying to flatten the hierarchies that stage blue and stage orange have created within society. It's blackening, flattening the curve between rich and poor, and black and white, and this kind of stuff. Um, because it's trying to equalize it's kind of beginning the first steps to equalizing uh, between people, making people more equal within green. Because while orange attempts to do that, and it does to a certain extent, it's not as uh, flattened as as green would want it to be. In some ways it's good, in some ways it's not good, but we'll get into that. Um, You know, relativism, like I said, the new age would be very green, um, almost, I would almost say that green is in some ways, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd quite use this word, but almost I would say green is, is kind of like, well, I guess I wouldn't use that word either. I would say green is in its infancy when it comes to spirituality. It's, it's getting, it wants to get deeper within it, but it's not quite there yet. And it doesn't have the capacity to go beyond, or to go really deep with it because it's, um, that the, uh, relativism is still very uh, kind of green-like, if that makes any sense. It's, it's not. It's not. Um, individualized, which is where yellow kind of comes in and things like this. So activism could be very green. It usually is very green, right? Activism, um, flattening the curve, uh, the <clears throat> the. Uh, <clears throat> Rich versus poor divide, um, you know, progress the progressive tax, you know, like the tax on the rich to help the poor, things like this is very green mindset, you know, things like this, right? Um, is socialism to a certain extent is green? Now, it depends on what kind of socialism you're, you're talking about. The ideal version of socialism would be more green, like Europe is very green, but. Usually, when communism is done, it's very it's done in a very blue, dogmatic kind of way, because it you know the Soviet Union was very like this, because it wasn't even green at the time. It was very red when it started out, like red, blue, purple. Um, and so it was attempted as the Soviet Union, but it was very red, and then a very blue. And this kind of thing, right? Um, but it has very good intentions, that green, right? It has very, very good intentions. It's a very warm, loving, kind, whatever it is you're looking to 
say. But the problems come when you start to put all of this into reality. Because these things, you know, the warm and fuzzies would be like a very green kind of idea, understanding. Um, if you want to understand what green is, like that's what you would say. Like they're looking for like that kind of mindset, that kind of understanding. But the problems come when reality strikes because green, whilst it's quite cool and quite useful in a lot of ways and quite helpful because it does flatten those curves, because it does seek a consensus and because it is very, it is still very ideological because it is tier one, it can only part, part way do what it's attempting to do, which is to fix the problems of blue and orange. Um, and so because of that, it creates its own set of problems. Um, you know, because tier one is, is very, it's a very, um, dark stage, dark tier in a lot of ways, because there's a lot of uh, combative, there's a lot of triggering, you know, blue is triggered by all the other stages, and so on and so forth, so forth right? Green is triggered by a group, uh, by orange, and blue, and red, and this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, this kind of thing, so... They're, they have very good intentions, but the problems are usually that because the relativism is, of green is, is very green-like, it's, it's, it's not seeing the complete picture, and it's not seeing things in their proper context, um, because it has a very idealistic worldview of, of the world. And it tries to um, make the world green, right? You know, I've, 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 I've seen these stories where like a stage green minded person tries to go to a country that they think is, you know, a problem or whatever it is. That country is like very red or blue or both and <clears throat> tries to create stage green values. But those people end up getting you know, murdered by the red blue country because the red blue country doesn't agree with green is very triggered by green and hates green because it's, it's not, um, at that level that green is at. Of course, green doesn't understand it because it's trying to get green eyes, everything. Um, and so event, and so because of this, it ends up creating this situation, this problem where now you have to go into, um, things from a stage yellow mindset, which we'll get into in the next episode, perhaps. Um, let's see. Go. I'm seeing how much time we have. Um, because green is very much concerned with fixing the world, but it's doing some stuff from a very green perspective, just like all of the tier one perspective. It's doing what it's doing from their perspective, even orange, you know, red is doing it from red perspective, purple from a purple perspective, blue from a blue perspective, orange from an orange perspective, 
And while green may look like it's not doing it from a green perspective, it's, it definitely is, and that causes its own set of problems, right? Um, so let's go into some goods and some bad, some, some positives and, and some negatives of green. It's not, not, not really positive and negative, it's healthy and unhealthy levels, I guess. <clears throat> so the positives of green is it does help to flatten the curb, equalizes things between different people, different races, different uh classes and groups and things like this, right? Um, which is helpful because it it helps to create more understanding. It's a, it's an understanding group. Uh, it's not, it's, it helps to understand more uh, and this kind of thing. At least the start of understanding. It's not completely there, but it's it's helping to do that. Um, you know, it's kind of thing, right? Um, the... Um, usefulness of green in helping to create more of a less of a combative mindset in nature when it comes to this kind of thing is it's very useful as a green when it comes to green uh, if green is not as dogmatic right this is this is you know green can be as dogmatic as any other stage in a lot of ways but we'll get into that as, as we get deeper into this episode right um But green, stage green, can be very useful in doing that, flattening the curve, helping to kind of bring different things together in this kind of way. I mean, it's still done in a very stage green kind of way, but it's it's the start of things. It's the start of it's the start of an, the evolution to state to tier two a little bit. Um, green isn't tier two, but it's, it's green is not tier two, but it's. It's getting closer to the ability to get to tier two, right? Um, it's more relativistic, and so it allows more room for um, different differing opinions to a certain extent. It's still very green eyes in that kind of way, but it's it's more able to do that than it would be for like orange and blue. And things like this. Of course, green is very triggered by orange and blue and, and red and stuff like this, but it allows more and more differing opinions within the green specter, within the green spectrum, that is, um, specter. So I think that's a comic uh, book thing, but anyways. Um, green is attempting to make things equal, make things less combative, make things more relativistic. And there's like a... a nice, warm, uh, loving kind of mindset within green. Warm and fuzzy sort of thing. There's a fuzzy sort of uh, reality as well with green. The green is very relativistic, but that relativism is very green-like in a way, so it's kind of interesting to see how that happens. But uh, um, but you know, with green comes certain problems. You know, a lot of political correctness is very green. Some of it is actually kind of, I think a lot of that as well is actually kind of in a, a weird category of its own. 
it's kind of blue in some ways as well. It's really weird, but uh, the political correctness is very green. It's very trying to not offend people because it is trying to keep uh, and maintain group harmony. Of course, that causes problems when green becomes very dogmatic because you know living condition. When it comes to living conditions, this whole thing is based on living conditions and how stable a society or unstable a society is, right? Um, and so if green is getting threatened or if it becomes less stable to be green or whatever it might be, or if green is uh, unwilling to see certain realities, which it usually is because it is trying to, it, it likes to see the idealized version of reality in a lot of ways. And that is not something that reality really is, but, uh, and, and things like this. And because of that, it can get very triggered and offended by things that don't fit the green um, stage and this kind of thing. And so you have a – and that's what creates this political correctness and it creates a lot of like a dogmatism against the other stages of orange and blue and red and this kind of stuff. It's kind of what we're dealing with when it comes to the culture war. What we're really dealing with is, is a sort of red, a sort of, sorry, not red. Well, I mean, there's some of that as well, but there's a, a, a sort of blue-orange. I think there's like two uh, different levels of this, honestly. There's like blue-orange, which is like the what you'd call the more religious sector. Um, you know, like PragerU, Jordan Peterson, things like this. But then there's kind of like the other element of this, which you could call like orange-blue, which is more orange than blue, which would be somebody, which would be more like the moderates. Um, uh, like you could call them like right-leaning moderates. They're more orange than blue. Uh, and it's kind of a thing in like this. Um, and of course there's the orange libertarians themselves that are more orange than anything. And of course there's orange-green which is like more oranges than green. They're like the far, they're, they're like the um, left leaning moderates. And then there is the heavy stage green, like very heavy stage green people that you would call far, far left. Um, and I'm not even talking about Antifa. Antifa is a completely different thing. I'd, I'd, I'd characterize Antifa a sort of stage red. Uh, slash blue in some ways mindset. Uh, it's really freaky to see Antifa, but but um, and that, and it, because it's not really stage green, it is, it has some of those like mindsets, but a lot of it is very red because it's it's trying to destroy the system in this kind of ways. It's kind of problematic, but anyways, um, and so because green can only be partially uh, relativistic. It's only relativistic when it comes to its own when it when it's uh, it, it it can only be relativistic within the green mindset, but not beyond it to like orange and blue and things like this. It, it gets very offended by orange and blue and red and this kind of stuff. And you know they can point green can point out some of the big big problems of orange, blue, and red, whatever it is. It's like oh these pro these this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. And they're not necessarily wrong, but they're missing the values and the usefulnesses of these different stages. 
because they're stuck within the green in a heavy, heavy, heavy kind of way. Um, of course, the other stages do the exact same thing in tier one. You know, orange, blue, red, purple, you know, they all do the same thing as green. So it's not just a green thing, but um, at this kind of level, green is doing it from their perspective. They can't see beyond their perspective, just like blue, orange, red, purple. Um, even though they are able to become more relative than green, if they're less dogmatic, they're, it's actually very uh, cool to see, honestly, when it comes to green. Because if they're less dogmatic, if they're less threatened by these other stages in this kind of way, it really does create a, a really cool vibe to see. Um around you and this kind of thing. But yeah, very activistic, very environmentalist in this kind of way. Um, <clears throat> protecting the environment. Uh, it's more universal. It's more about your fellow man or woman or whatever it is. Fellow, fellow humankind. Right? Um, Which is why, in a lot of ways, I think green is more involved than the other stages below it. You know, orange, blue, pur red, purple. But it still has its own set of problems, which we you know, kind of went going? into a little bit. Let's see, here we go. Um, let's see. What else should I go into here? But eventually there is a point you can reach when you're in green. Most people haven't reached this because they haven't really even gone deeply into green or if they have, they're really stuck in it right now. But there's a point you reach within green where you start to see the wreckage of the spiral and you start to see where... Not only green, not not only where green uh, is, not only where like red, purple, blue, orange is uh, is limited, but also where green is limited, and it also is not as helpful and useful as the green stage green people think it really is, right? And so you start getting to that point, you start realizing the, you start seeing sort of the, like the wretched wreckage of tier one the conflicts between these different stages and you start realizing why the world seems so chaotic and so combative and so problematic and so you start because green has these ideals and it tries to fulfill these ideals by by having these different policies but a lot of these policies are not reasoned out enough they're not they're still very stage green but because they're because they are so stage green they're not able to be nuanced and they're not able to account for like stage blue um, opinions and stage orange opinions and stage red opinions and stage purple opinions. Not only opinions, but stage blue, orange, red, and purple um, usefulnesses, if that's a word you can use, right? And so because of that, like it's unable to really be nuanced. It's unable to be really be nuanced in a... It's still it's more nuanced than orange, more nuanced than blue and red and purple, but it's less nuanced than yellow. Yellow is where you start to get into the deeper nuances of things. Um, 
which we'll get into in the next episode, as we do. And so because it starts to, because you start to notice this as you get more and more aware of the grain problems as well, you start trying to look for the next stage of evolution, the next level, which is often what's missing within politics, within pretty much everything, honestly. It's, it's really crazy to me um, because a lot of things are very incomplete. And I've talked about this a lot in ep- different episodes, and we can go into different examples and, and things like this. Um, let me see what's, how much time have we got here. So the that's tier two, that's tier one. Tier one cannot see beyond itself. Can't see it. You know, stage purple can only see a uh, stage purple. Stage red can only see stage the the point of stage red. Stage blue can only see the point of stage uh, red. Uh, stage red can only see the point of stage red. Stage blue, same thing. Stage orange, same thing. Stage green is a little better about this. Like. Each of these stages are a little better about this. Stage purple isn't a deeply black and white state. It's, it's the map, it's the territory. Stage red is the same way. It's really not very much different. Um, but in, And then stage blue is a little bit more universal. It, each stage becomes a little bit more universal. It's, it's becomes, it becomes a little bit more expansive. Um, because there's more things that you become aware of as, as the spiral increases as you get to higher levels of the spiral, right? Um, <clears throat> so stage orange becomes a little bit more aware of different things, right? It's still, it's, it's very individualistic. It's very, uh, stuck within itself, but it becomes more aware, right? But with each stage within tier one, the stages... Stage beige, purple, red, blue, orange, green don't or can't really see much beyond their own stage. So they can under they they know that there's another stage. And most people don't understand much about spiral. Most people don't know what a spiral dynamics is. But if they did, they could they they could see the stage like oh yeah, stage orange exists, stage blue exists, whatever it is. But they would dis just they would discount the stage. They would. Uh, disagree with the stage, they would say their stage is bad and, and evil or whatever it is based on what stage they're at <clears throat> within the spiral. And so in that way, the spiral in tier one is very dogmatic. It's very, it, it can't go, it can't go beyond itself wherever it is, wherever you are. Within the spiral, you're probably in tier one. Unless you, you, you might and it, it, honestly, what I've noticed is that if you agree more with what I'm saying, you can at least kind of get to a, a certain level where you are get, able to get a little bit beyond tier one. But we'll get into that in the next episode. Um, um, but yeah, that's tier one. We covered all of tier one um, in this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode as we get into... Tier 2, we're going to go into 
a very deep, you know, tier 2 gets very deep very quickly. Uh, because it is, because it is very much um, able to do what two to one could not, which is to see the values of each the other stages, whether that be beige or purple or red. See why they exist, what, what they exist for, things like this. Right? They're more able to do this as they get deeper and deeper into tier two. So we'll get into tier two in the next episode. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you on the next one. Welcome, everybody, to Spiral Dynamics Stage Yellow. Going into Tier 2 now, um, I recovered Tier 1, which is stage stages beige, purple, red, blue, orange, green. Each tier has six stages. Um, there are some that say, like, the, the stages, the tiers have different, have, uh, like, there's, like, there's yellow and turquoise within, and that's tier two, but then there's next, next tier, which is, like, coral and other things like this. Um, but as far as I, I know, and as far as the original creators and understanders of the spiral have said, each tier has six stages um and so going into tier <clears throat> two now we're going to start to explain tier two um, there's a lot of differences between tier one and tier two because the Because tier one, if you're in like a stage, you can't really go beyond that stage. You can't really see beyond that stage. You can a little bit. You can see the other stages, don't get me wrong, and you can understand like to a certain extent what they're talking about. But you're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? You're unable to do so in a way that is is I wouldn't even say accurate, but like you're unable to do so because you are so wrapped up with the stage that you're in. Um, you know, even with green, Green's relativism and its abilities to see that there are there's no objective truth. There's just truth. Uh, there's just your truth and my truth and things like this. They still can do. They still do this. Um, some lesser, some more. It just depends on. How much, uh, how um, healthy and unhealthy are their balances? But with tier two, now we're getting into the ability to become a spiral wizard. This is a thing that talk that's talked about in a lot in the book. Spiral dynamics, mastering value, leadership, and change. And the. Tier, the difference between Tier 1 and Tier 2 is that Tier 1 can't go beyond its own stage very well. If it does so, it does so within within the stage's metric. And so it, it sees stage, the stages, the other stages as 
wrong or evil or bad or shouldn't exist or whatever it is, right? But with tier two, you can start, you start to be able to do this more without getting stuck in these kinds of labels. Of course, as I've talked about before, there are, you're not just in one stage, like stage orange or stage green. For the most part, most people have access to, uh, you know, are probably in several different stages. You know, orange, blue, 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 orange, um, green, orange, green, purple, uh, whatever it is, right? And we have the ability to enter a different stage. Uh, depending on how, depending on our living conditions, if it's higher, and depending on if we even want want to, if if it's lower, like if we're stage blue, we're not going to want to enter stage red or purple, um, unless it serves stage blue to do this or whatever, right? But each person has this the code, so to speak, to go to another stage and. You know, if living conditions change, they will. They'll, they'll go from blue to purple or whatever it is, right? I talk about this, right? Like if you have, say you have a natural disaster hit your area, you'll probably end up being in purple real quick. You'll protect you, your children, your immediate family, if that's there, things like this. Um, because you are... Your living conditions have now changed, right? And then, of course, you can enter stage red as well, which, which is why a lot of looting happens in these kinds of natural disasters, natural disasters and stuff like this, right? So, tier two is the next sort of level within this. Um, needs are less of a thing. Fear is, is less of a thing, if not a thing at all, really. Within tier two, if it's there, like I, I would say, um, that fear is is not as concerning to a tier two person. Um, if it exists, I would say that if it exists, which it doesn't really exist in the same way as it does in tier one, but if it exists, it exists more. Uh, Intellectually, rationally, whatever it is, right? Of course, this depends on where you are. If you revert back to stage, another stage, or whatever it is, right? And so, the need, the need to be something more, is gone. You know, with the other state, with tier one, it's a lot about doing things. Uh, stage purple is about doing the thing, being the community, whatever it is. Attempting to do something based on this. Red is like this in different ways as well. But with tier two, it's more about being than doing. There's a sort of deep paradigm shift between uh, now you're understanding that the key is not necessarily doing anything. I mean, that's important. We can, we can talk about that. But it's a, a, a sort of being... You understand a lot of it. This has to do with the inner experience, and I've talked about this in an episode I just released today. Um, going into that a little bit more, um, tier two has more of an ability to become nuanced. 
know, tier one can be nuanced, but that nuance is still coming from, from whatever tier they're coming from. Orange, green, green, orange, whatever it is, right? Green, purple. Um, with tier two, that nuance is more, it's more inclusive, but it's also more, uh, meta at the same time. It's more able to step outside of the tier one perspective. Uh, that's what makes it more nuanced because it's able to see more as, as it does this. Um, the Tier 2 person, I would say, I, I don't know if this is absolutely true, to be honest with you, but I would say that there's a lot of, like, simplicity that it comes with Tier 2, because with Tier 1, there's a deep need to be, go higher within these stages, or be within the stage that you're in, because this serves you survival-wise, but with Tier 2, there's not really that need. It's not in you in the same way. Um... And, of course, you can just distinguish between you and the need and things like this. Um, I think Tier 2 ha has more of an ability to separate um, themsel themselves from the uh, sort of What would you call it? The survival game, if you will, right? They're able to be able, and so because they're able to do that, and because they are able to do this, they their survival is not as you know because they've reached such a level where survival is not as important in the same way. It's still important, maybe, but it's not important in the same way as it would be for tier one person or tier one person. There's a deep level of fear and survival. And striving and this kind of stuff. Where with tier two, there's not a lot, a lot of this, if it exists at all. If it exists at all, it's, it's what I would call the shadow elements, which I'll get into a little bit in season two, because there's a lot to go into there. Um, <clears throat> that if you're in more of that tier two perspective, you're not really uh, you're going to be able to see more of this. But um, if you're in tier one, you're not going to be able to see a lot of this happen. Um, but that's a deep episode for season two. Anyways, so nuance, the ability to become more nuanced, the ability to step outside of one's agenda, one's survival metric, uh, well, one survival game, you know, things like this, like the ability to become meta upon tier one and tier two as well to become aware of, like, what's going on a little bit um, more, right? There's, a, like, a deeper ability to separate oneself, I think, from what's going on around it in a way that helps it to become more aware of what's going on around it, especially when it comes to Tier 1, right? So, why enter Tier 2 from Tier 1? What's the point? Why, why is this happening? And the answer is <clears throat> that you start to become aware of the deep 
problem of t tier one, there's like a, a, a you, you become more aware of like the wreckage of the spiral as way the way they put it in the book, uh, Spiral Dynamics, mastering value, leadership, and change. I think that's how they put it. It might might have been somebody else actually that said it this way, but and so because you're able to become more aware of that, you're like, wow, this tier one. Of course, most people aren't aware of this is happening, but like if you're coming from tier one to tier two, you're starting to notice like. Wow, this is uh, this human thing that we're dealing with. It's really crazy. Like, we thought this was going to work, but it didn't. We we thought that was going to work, but it didn't. It might have fixed some of the problems, but it also caused its own set of problems and things like this, right? And so you start becoming more more aware of this. Um, stage purple fixes the problems of stage beige, but creates its own set of problems, right? And stage red fixes the problems of stage purple, but it creates its own set of problems, you know. On and on and on, right? Stage blue creates uh, more problems but solves some problems. Stage orange, stage green. And you become aware, more aware of this pro problem in this uh, happening within not only yourself but others as well in the world around you. And you start realizing why there's a lot of this conflict. Well, you don't necessarily start realizing why, but you start seeing why this is happening. Um, a little bit more, right? There's like this ability now to become aware um, <clears throat> in a sort of meta kind of way where, you know, in tier one, if there's any meta at all, it's, it's meta in like a very limited sense. But when you're starting to enter or are in tier two, your ability to become a meta it sort of like becomes game changing, uh, and because you're now becoming more meta, you start noticing a lot of these things that we're talking about with the wreckage of the spiral and the, the problems and things like this. Of course, a lot of the a lot of people might be like, "Well, I re realize that now, right?" But you realize it based on the other stages. Like if I explain like a really unhealthy stage red combat if you're a stage blue or orange you'd be like yeah that's bad right but if i explain the same thing with it comes to stage orange or blue um and the problem problems they're in you'd be like no that's that's wrong that's only seeing certain parts of it or whatever it is right but that's the point it's, it's not that it's absolutely wrong it's True that stage blue and orange can be very useful, but it also can be very problematic because it's it's limited because it's not able to be be meta in this way because there's a lot of survival needs that are in place. So tier two kind of <clears throat> is able to do away with needs in that way. Um. Right, you might still need, but it's, it's, you're able to separate. You might be able to become more. You're going to able to become more aware as as we progress along to tier two and things like this. Uh, of course, depending on where you are in the spiral, you're you're going to be like, there. I don't have any needs. Like if you're stage orange, you might be trying to show off and and portray yourself as a certain way. You know, the mask, like I said in the Sage Orange episode, a very cosmetic culture that we live in is, is a sort of result of this. Um, 
and you know stage blue in different ways it's not about me it's about others you know, there's a need to be something different something collective and higher purpose uh, and godlike or whatever it is or not godlike that's just, that's that would be blasphemous to a stage blue person but uh, you know things like this right and so in stage in tier two you start to become more aware of that as it's happening as it's showing up in your life and things like this so that's tier two. That's the understanding of tier two. With that, that is not stage yellow. That's tier two, right? Let's see. Um, just checking the checking the time here a little bit. So that was tier two, which includes stage. So far, the stages that we know about are stage yellow, and stage. Turquoise, and, and of course, we, we there's another stage as well that are is theorized for the future, which is stage coral, which isn't if it exists, it's very very unknown at this point. So the ability, the the, the amount of people who are in tier two is minuscule, like one percent of one percent of one percent of one. It's like a very very small number. Um, I remember reading it somewhere, like it was like zero point zero. 1% of people are in like stage yellow or something like a very low number most people most of the planet is blue um, most of the planet is blue and most of the media a lot of the media is orange 51% of the media is orange um, of you know what is yeah, because that's where orange is coming from, right? Because it's concerned with wealth and this kind of stuff. Um, but, like, I remember reading somewhere that, like, there was an estimate that, like, 70% of the world is blue. That's a really high number to contemplate um, and things like this, right? And so you become aware of these different points as we get deeper into tier two and you realize why that it might be in the you start seeing the problems that are in right so stage yellow what what's the difference between tier two and stage yellow what makes stage yellow unique um and so when it comes to stage yellow it's it's all about knowledge of course, it's about knowledge to a certain extent with stage orange too, but knowledge only if it serves the profit of stage orange, the businesses that stage orange is involved in. Um, like win-win solutions might be a stage orange or green mindset. But when, with tier two, stage yellow and turquoise as well, it's about win-win-win solutions. Not only solutions that help not help you win but others win but also this the entire spiral as a whole you know this kind of thing right um, <clears throat> because tier two becomes aware of what's going on more with the spiral it's almost you know you could say that if it's almost necessary to become aware to a certain extent of what's happening with with the spiral. It's not necessary, but it is helpful. It's very helpful to notice what's happening in this kind of thing. Um, and 
there's different sort of levels here. Uh, people can come from stage orange and, to, and have a little bit of green and then go into stage yellow. Or they can go stage green, go for stage green and into a little bit of yellow and then into turquoise very quickly, right? Um, it just depends on what's happening there. Things like this. Um, that's one of the things that was actually something that I, I was listening to a podcast on this. It was really interesting to contemplate that. But anyways, so stage yellow is knowledge. Knowledge for knowledge's sake to improve. And it's not even just to improve the world, but the spiral and things like this. But really, honestly, I, I think it's like knowledge for knowledge's sake. Like there's a deep level of understanding the key to all this is knowledge. Because you will stage stage green. Stage green has a lot of the this need for activism and to make the world a better place. But it does so from this very green perspective. It doesn't realize that that's not the higher. That's not the... You know, if you're in stage blue, stage green is going to be very triggering. Your stage red is going to take advantage of stage green. You know, things like this. Of course, stage green is not very aware of that. But but stage yellow, now we're going into more of the individualism states of mind. Stage green was collectivist. Stage blue is collectivist. Stage purple um, you know, is collectivist as well. And beige and red and orange is individualistic. But the differences between beige, red, and orange when it comes to... And, and the differences between the, those three and stage yellow when it comes to individualism is... Stage yellow is individualistic without... Um, the... Um, need for competition and this kind of thing. It's individualistic, but it's not overly so. It's not individualistic over others and this kind of thing, like it would be with red and orange and this kind of stuff, right? And so, because of that stage, pur stage, uh, stage purple, stage yellow is, it's individualistic, but it's individualistic in a less selfish way, if that's a phrase we can use, right? Selfishness is very much a stage orange and red phenomenon. Um, the stage red selfishness, if you want to really call it that, is not individualism over others, you know, power over others. You know, with, with stage red or orange individualism, it's more individualistic. We don't necessarily care about others. We don't necessarily, necessarily need others unless, you know... We don't necessarily need others unless they are, unless we're trying to get something from them, right? Whatever it is, right? Especially the extreme levels of red or orange. Well, with yellow, it's different, right? Because tier two is not, um, it's more able to have less needs. There, There is no individualism over others. Like I'm individualistic, I don't I don't care about others, like it would be with orange and red. It's individualistic in the senses of like I uh, need to learn more about the world and things like this and so I must 
know, separate myself from the world to, to a certain extent and become aware of knowledge, deeper levels of knowledge and things like this. But I'm not individualistic in a way that tries to hurt others. I might not be helping them necessarily, but I'm not hurting them. Um, I'm interested in helping them as much as possible, but only, um, but first I must become aware of what works and why and things like this. Um, if that's, you know, in, at all going on here. But like I said, needs are less of, of a uh, phenomenon with sage, with tier two, right? If, it, if needs exist, they are very minimal in compared to what they would be in tier one. Simplicity, uh, living simply, it can be, I would say, a little bit of a tier two understanding to a certain extent as well. So, <coughs> knowledge, for knowledge's sake, would be a stage yellow. Um, one, of, one of the things that, that is talked about when it comes to stage yellow is that there is a lot of information and there's a lot of understanding that you get with stage yellow. And, uh, you know, one thing that stage separates, like stage orange person versus stage yellow person, there's many things that separate them, but one of them is stage orange might be interested in knowledge, but only if that knowledge improves the business that stage orange is running or whatever it is they're you know into doing right. What stage yellow's knowledge is knowledge for knowledge's sake, right? And so stage yellow knowledge is deeper. It's there's a lot of complexity to it because stage yellow is attempting to because because of course stage yellow is tier two. And so because of that, it's doing what it's doing. To gain more understanding and knowledge and things like this, right? Um, but one thing that's really interesting that, that separates a stage yellow person from other, other stages is the the depth of knowledge, the amount of things that the yellow person can explain and understand is much stronger. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that yellow can cover and does cover, honestly, if it's you know, into what it's into very deeply as well. Um, I find that what I do is is somewhat stage yellow as well. Um, a lot of it is very knowledge-based. It's very much theoretical. But it's also trying to match the theoretical to the world and experience and things like this, which we can get into in the, in the future and things like this. But sage, sage yellow is interested in systems you know, becoming aware of how all of this knowledge that they're collecting fo follows falls into a system that you could call the universal system eventually, where you might be get, getting into stage turquoise. 
a little bit as well there. Um, so the deep level of knowledge that stage yellow can get into is can be very deep very quickly if you're and if you're stage any stage below that will probably be very triggered by yellow because you know like because like I've said before yellow is not as needy as the other stages is not concerned with fitting into a certain class or being the best businessman or whatever it is the other stages will have their own state state of uh, being triggered by stage yellow stage greens triggered by stage yellow because it's it sees it as too cold you know stage orange would be triggered by stage yellow because it's seen as it's not uh, it's th too theoretical but not in the ground enough you know this kind of thing right um, the knowledge but at the knowledge of, of stage yellow is attempting to because stage yellow understands this uh, understanding that I've, I've, I've been trying to explain for a while now that you know the, it understands this understanding of and especially as, as you get into stage turquoise it understands the phrase everything is connected it understands why this will be as it gets deeper into knowledge and things like this uh, if you do this this is going to happen but it also might cause this and that the thing that you did it was caused by this but it might also be caused by this and this and this uh, things like this, right? Um, whereas, like, cause and effect for, like, a stage orange-minded person would be, like, this caused that. There's no necessarily, like, other steps. There's no, no other things that was causing this, you know, this kind of thing. And since it's very limit linear, but with stage yellow, I think there's more of, like, that ability to see that well, yeah, maybe this did cause that, but also that might have caused this in the in the past, and other things might have caused that the uh, original. You know, this caused that as well, right? And so, not just one causes, but many smaller causes, and you know, things like this, because it's it's putting everything together in a more understandable and a deeper, systemized, understandable kind of way. So, one thing that's very different from going in um, going from stage green to stage yellow is that with other with all the other pre previous stages stage stages purple red blue green um, orange beige whatever it is beige the stage is very noticeable within the, the, the understandings of themselves. That the person has, you know, whatever it is, right? Stage orange is very stage orange-like understanding. Stage blue, same thing. Stage green, stage green. But but this but this starts to change when you're getting into tier two. Now stage yellow is a lot more diverse within understandings because you're you're dealing with the ability to see the entire spiral at the same time right um and so you're able to because you're able to do that you're going to be more able to 
be different. Um, you could you could get like seven stage yellow people into a room, and you could you could talk to them, and you could ask them questions, and you could, um, and you can ask them what their opinions on things are, and things like this, and they'll give you seven very different answers. Whereas typically speaking, a stage blue answer is going to be very similar to another stage blue answer, even if they're they have differing opinions. They're they're the structure of those opinions are going to be very similar. Um, but even there, you're going to notice some very similar things with, within those stage blue people. You know, same thing with stage orange and stage green and stage red and purple. Purple, but but with stage yellow, <clears throat> there's more of that room for diversity of opinion, more so than it would be with stage green, even. Um, you know, stage green is willing to go to diversity, but only in a certain stage green context. Uh, you think like this, right? But, you know, stage yellow is aware of all the different spiral levels. And so they're going to be more willing to understand those kinds of different tier levels. Um, you know, whereas a stage orange or you know, a stage blue person, you know, like one one thing that's different as well is like a stage blue person is going to look is going to have an automatic hierarchy an autarchy of sorts. This autarchy is going to be very much based on who is on top and who's on bottom. You know, stage orange Who's the best salesman? Who's the best at faking it and this kind of stuff, right? But stage yellow, it's uh, you know the, the hierarchy with stage blue and stage orange is going to be very definite, and with stage green there is going to be a potentially no hierarchy at all. It's going to try to be flattened by the stage green participants, but with stage yellow, stage yellow is much more fluid in that they will choose the person who is best for the particular job at hand, whatever that job is. Um, and so because of that, they're able to become a lot more fluid than like stage green even can be. You're kind of on a different level when you can actually look at something and see many sides to what this thing is and what many sides to what created this and stuff like this. That's kind of what a stage yellow person can do. You know, it's the start of something amazing, something great. A stage yellow person can be very deep and complex with their knowledge. It's, there's a lot of knowledge. There's a lot of understandings that a person who's in stage yellow can give you because they're aware of many different aspects of different of, of the same thing. <clears throat> and they can give it to you from different angles and stuff like this. Um, whereas you know, stage green might be very idealistic, very nihilist, very uh, very nihilistic. That's, that might be more of a stage orange thing in some ways. Might be very naive. Stage yellow can kind of compensate for that by being more aware of knowledge and different things, different understandings, and be able to give you 
alternatives that you probably haven't thought of before because you're coming because you're not looking from all angles like a stage yellow person can do. No, a stage yellow understanding might not necessarily be the best understanding or the most correct understanding, but they can give you more of the pieces of the puzzle than like a stage orange person or stage green person or stage blue person or whatever it is. Um, because they're able to see multiple perspectives. You know, green it tries to see multiple perspectives, but yellow can actually actually do this um, better than green can. Well, better is a relative word. You know, better in this case meaning they're more able to do this than, than green would be. Um, whereas green is trying to be relative, it, it is relative in some ways. Yellow is more relative in some ways than green is because it's aware of more things. But yellow is willing to differentiate, make distinctions, which one is serving our purposes and which isn't. Uh, you know, versus where green will be like, well, there's no such thing as a better culture. Each culture is equal. Yellow might be like, well, that's true in a sense, you know, depending on what you're, but depending on what you're actually trying to achieve, you might want some cultures over others uh, to succeed because those cultures bring something to the table that these other cultures do not. Um, you know, depending on where you live, depending on what you want, and things like this. Um, uh, the stage green can, can have a very, like, feminine-ized uh, reality to it. It's really interesting. While stage yellow is like the masculine version of this. Um, <clears throat> but knowledge is everything, right? Like once you get to this level, you become aware that the solution is knowledge. The key to all of this is found through knowledge, through systems, through principles. Uh, and eventually you might come to an, an, an actual understanding that can help you to finally understand what you're dealing with and by you proxy deal with that thing once you understand it um so now that we've gotten into the healthy to the basics of stage yellow which took forever for some reason but that's that's the deep levels of this one like yellow can be actually very very complex very quickly because there's a lot more information that you're sorting through as a stage yellow person. Um, and it can be very overwhelming for somebody who is trying to start and who tries to start too quickly. If they're, if they're starting to get into stage yellow too quickly, they can be overwhelmed very quickly because they're trying too fast and because they're impatient to move to tur turquoise or whatever it is. Um, And we'll get into the spiral advice I want, I want to give you in the second season. Because second season is going to be a little bit better. It's going to be a little bit more free-flowing than season one is. Uh, season one is going to be very structured because it's just kind of trying to get through the spiral and basics. Uh, and then we'll get into a lot of detail about the spiral as we get into season two. Probably not even going to name the episode of season... Uh, I'm not probably not even going to have any uh, episode or season name or numbers um i'm just gonna have season two but not as episode one or episode two or whatever it is 
unless I remember to, you know. But season two is going to be a lot more freeform because there's a lot more information and there's a lot less time. There's a lot more time that I can spend contemplating this because it's been something that I've been thinking about doing for a while now. Because if you want to understand spiral dynamics, that's one thing. But if you want to try and like see where you are, where others are, and how to move up these levels of spiral dynamics and things like this. Seeing it and understanding it is not necessarily going to be enough for you. Uh, it's a starting point. It's definitely useful, but it's not enough, you know. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about different things in season two. Anyways, so what are the healthy and unhealthy aspects of healthy of, of yellow, right? Um, well, because we're in tier two, there's not as there's not a uh, sense of individualism over others like it would be with orange or red but with yellow you can get a lot of castles in the air kind of thing happening where the the concepts uh, sound wonderful they sound great they might even be possible practically speaking but a lot of the um understand a lot of the the knowledge and the theories and whatnot are, are very much castles in the air where the knowledge is um you know, understood and this kind of thing, right? The healthy aspect of this is that they understand that the map is not the territory, something that a lot of the other stages do not understand. You know, orange kind of understands this. Green mostly understands this, but very they're very still stuck in green, and so their understanding is very limited when it comes to this. Yellow very much understands this. Um, you, you could take uh, a stage, several stage yellow people, and put them in a room. And if you if you could take like seven stage yellow yellow people and put them in a room, their understandings, their conversations would be very intellectual very quickly. Um, there'd be a lot less emotion within what the stage yellow is talking about. Like if the if a stage yellow is would be angry, their angry angriness, their anger would be very angriness. Your anger would be very intellectual, used intellectually. It would it wouldn't be used like most anger is used. Um, you know the thing that I notice as well as somebody who I mean I could be wrong and misinformed, but I find myself I I'm pretty yellow in a lot of ways. But one thing I find is really interesting that with yellow is that. The ability to see more is much more possible with yellow because you're able to become aware of what's happening. Um, you know that might be true with turquoise as well, but if it is, it's it's true more in an inst inst intuitional level, an instinctual level, which we'll get into in the next episode, which is stage turquoise. Anyways. Um, So, stage yellow can build wonderful systems that can be very useful, this kind of thing, right? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting to think about this, but I think that the uh, there, there, there could be some scientists that are stage yellow, but there's a lot of science, science t scientists that are actually for stage orange because they're actually conservative science. But that's another episode. 
um, where we get into kind of the differences, I think, between sage orange and sage yellow when it comes to science. Uh, and you can definitely tell the, the difference, and we'll get into that difference as we get into season two, which we, we it might be in the end of the season two as well. Well, it won't be, you know, because we're going to be doing more freeform episodes with season two. Um, anyways, um, so the, abil- the ability to understand more is possible with stage yellow, which is why stage yellow can point out things that like the other stages would be like, wow, that, that either sounds really dumb or sounds really interesting. Um, let's try this or let's not try this, right? Um, they, they could be very triggered by stage yellow very quickly because they're not aware that stage yellow is not doing what they're doing from an emotional state of mind. They're doing it because they're understanding the, dif- the different uh, systematic levels and the uh, spiral levels that they're coming from and, and noticing the other levels of spiral dynamics that are involved as well. Um, you know, remember when it comes to all of this, the, the goal is not to resist the spiral level that you're at or that somebody else is at or whatever it is. It's to try to find, to try to work within their level or your level of spiral dynamics. And we're going to get into that with episodes in, in the future because I really do think this is important to understand and contemplate. Anyways, so... The practicality of stage yellow, one of the problems that I've noticed in the past that I used to be doing, I try not to do this as much, which is why I've made episodes where it's much more about keeping things simpler. But, you know, with with stage yellow, a lot of the practicality can be missing because it's it's very much based on systems and theories and understandings and this kind of thing. Uh, And if you're not careful, you can have a lot of that, which is very useful. But if it's not practical, if it's not used in a practical way, you're not going to be able to make sense of it. And other people, especially, you're not going to be able to use it very well. Um, let me see how much card we got here because I already started 30 minutes. So let me see. All right. Um, I'm trying to make these too long because they, this is already going to be uh, uh, what I'm going to do once this is over is I'm going to uh, edit it all together. It's already edited, actually, part of it. Um, and, and I'm going to edit it all together, stage from be- stage beige to turquoise. Uh, and from that place, I'm going to submit all of that as, as one episode. Um, rather, So that you don't have to listen to every single episode and that kind of thing. And so that's... It's already almost four hours long, but it is worth doing that because I know that most people aren't going to have enough time to look for each and every episode, and so we're going to be doing that as an uh, so that you kind of know where that where you're going, um, you know, because most podcast platforms, I'm pretty sure you if you pause where you are, it's not gonna you're gonna be able to come back and you're gonna be able to know where you are. This kind of thing, right? Um, so, stage yellow is is different from stage orange in that stage orange is very much about the competition or the business over the rest of the world, right? 
whereas stage yellow is attempting to merge all that together and so where it's like it's not me over others it's not this over others it's this plus others plus the the world or whatever it is um and we can get into why that is in, in deep episodes in season two um but uh, and because but because of that you're able to you're you're actually becoming more you're actually more inclusive. Like stage green is inclusive, but it's very exclusive when it comes to other stages like stage orange and blue and red and to a certain extent purple if it's very dogmatic purple or whatever it is. Um and what you realize once you get deeper and deeper into stage yellow, I'm talking about like the, the peak levels of yellow, is you start realizing that and even in the beginning levels of yellow as well you start realizing that without the other stages, you know, you wouldn't be anywhere. Uh, a lot of this has to do with survival. A lot of this has to do with kind of moving up a, a level, you know, this kind of thing, right? So, where a stage orange is kind of like if there's a one-upmanship, there's like a one-upmanship uh, aspect to stage orange. With stage yellow, there is no one-upmanship. There's just knowledge. <clears throat> Um, and systems and systems thinking and this kind of thing. So the stage yellow person is going to be more understanding, understanding of these different things and, and different levels and things like this. Um, so why, why does some, a person go from stage yellow to stage turquoise? What they eventually realize is that they are, um, you, you cannot do it all by yourself, you know, this kind of thing. So you move into a more of a stage turquoise level understanding where you get more into the intuitive, right-brained, you know, understanding this kind of thing, right? Um, which we'll get into in the next episode um, so keep in mind with stage turquoise, by the way, that there's a lot of, um, things that are unknown about it because it's still very embryonic. It's still something that is not unknown by most people. And I think, honestly, there is probably a possibility that with stage turquoise, it's still very much in its infancy. And so a lot of the turquoise that we see is not full turquoise yet. Um, it would not surprise me that that's the case, but, uh, we'll see how that goes in the future. So that was stage yellow. Move. Unlock. Go. Or not. Thank you. It goes. It goes. That was stage yellow. Um, that was a 50 minute long episode. That's a long episode. But, uh, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you in the next one, which is going to be Spiral Dynamics Stage Turquoise. See ya. Welcome, welcome to Spiral Dynamics Stage Turquoise, and this is one of the stages we, this is one of those stages we don't know that much about, um, Stage Yellow I can kind of talk more, a lot about, because I do, I know a lot more about this than Stage Turquoise, because I am in Stage Yellow more than Stage Turquoise, but we're going to go into Stage Turquoise anyways, a little bit. 
Um, and when more information comes up about Los Daily Turquoise, I will be doing episodes on that in season two. Um, as the as the um, information arises, if that makes any sense. So, as with stage yellow in tier two, stage tur- turquoise is the next level up in evolutionary speaking. Um, and of course, it has all the same benefits that tier two does, except now we're talking we're, we're talking collective, whereas stage yellow was more individualistic. Um, and so now, stage turquoise. Stage turquoise. Stage turquoise is more able to be intuitive, and there's more of like, <clears throat> from what I understand, from what I've read and about it, from what I've heard about it, there is more of an a uh, there's more of a an ability to be intuitive, like whereas stage yellow is more. Knowledge-based, intellect-based stage turquoise is a little, a lot more intuitive, a lot less based on words and thoughts, and more based on like the here-now experience. If that makes any sense, um, you know, stage turquoise is more collectivist. Stage turquoise, it's about the whole. I am the whole kind of thing like um whereas like stage blue and stage green attempts to be something more stage turquoise feels and notices that it is something more much more it is the whole it is everything you know, kind of thing, right there's like a deeper knowledge of the universe um you know, stage Turquoise, there's a reinvigoration of spirituality that, you know, stage green, that stage yellow can sort of leave behind with its theories and knowledge and this kind of stuff. Um, There is a collective understanding that you get at stage turquoise where now it's not about one person it's not about the individual it's about the entire human species or the it's it's more than the human species it's the entire planet as one kind of thing um and you know the the universe is made of holons which is a, a deeper subject we can go into but basically the idea of a holon is uh, it's kind of like the idea of the the rushing the the Russian nesting doll, right? One inside of another, inside of another, inside of another, right? Um, like I am inside of a whole line right now. You could call that the universe. You could call that the room that I'm in. That room is inside of another whole line called a house that I'm in. That is inside a whole line called the nation or whatever, but I, I also contain holons, you know, the, the brain is a holon that has cells, those cells are inside of other holons and things like this, right, and so you know, there's a deep level of interconnectivity 
Uh, and so really, I, I guess you could say that with st stage turquoise comes the understanding that everything is connected. Maybe stage yellow as well, but I think stage turquoise, is it's absolutely true. It's absolutely something that you're aware of in an instinctual and intuitive level. Whereas if stage yellow understands that, it understands it in more of a mental level. Um, so yeah, like an, a reinvigoration of spirituality, a re-understanding of spirituality beyond stage green means and understandings. Now the spirituality is it's much wider, it's much more vast than it would be with stage green. And if stage yellow has any kind of spirituality, it would be more vast than stage yellow as well. Um, <clears throat> because, of course, it is, is aware of but includes those stages as well. So... Stage turquoise has a a deeper spiritual understanding of the world as connective, as interconnected together. Kind of interdependent would be the phrase, right? Everything is connected. Like if I do something, it might affect something miles away or whatever it is, and if whatever caused what I did. Was affected by something, and that was affected by something else. But you know, the non-linear understanding of uh, interconnectivity, like, like I've talked about in the last episode, where it's like it's not just cause and effect. It's like one thing might have caused this, but it also might have been caused by this and this and this and this, and that also might have been causing this as well, and this kind of thing. So, like multiple causes diverge in multiple different directions. This kind of thing. Um, and that creates what you call the universe around you, all connected by a river, rivers and rivers of different causes and effects and different connective things that happen. Like if I do this to you, then that happens, has an effect on you and that has an effect on something else. You know, this kind of thing, right? Um, there's more of an awareness of that at, at stage yellow as well, but with stage turquoise, that may become more of a spiritual experience and a spiritual understanding of God and this kind of thing. Um, now a lot of spiritual people might be more stage turquoise. A lot of enlightened people might be more stage turquoise as well. If that's a thing you can say, um, stage turquoise is more able to be less fluid than stage yellow is. Stage yellow can still be very fluid, like I've talked about in the last episode. But it's fluid, and but its fluidity is not as strong as it would be with first stage turquoise person. I, I would think. Because stage turquoise is more collective, it's more able to flow with what is. You know, because like with stage yellow, there still be maybe a lot of thoughts when it comes to the world, and it's more aware of these things than stage the other stages. But it's still very thought based. With stage 
turquoise, I think there's more of like an intuition. It's not as thought-based. It's It can have thoughts, but it's more experiential-based when it comes to these understandings that it's coming out, that's coming out of it. Um, and that creates its own set of interesting uh, things and, and solutions and this kind of stuff. Um, so healthy and unhealthy levels, because there's a lot here we can go into. So I think the healthy levels can be easy to understand, right? You understand the connectivity of all things. You understand that in terms of, you know, one, what hurts one person hurts all, but also can hurt the animals around it and things like this. But, you know, you, you can go into that and you can go into very various reasonings based on direct experience and based on intuition and this kind of thing. Which can be a positive because you can understand how this goes. And you can explain that to others because, you, of course, stage turquoise is more collectivist in that way. But one of the things that I've noticed with some t- stage turquoise people, either either because they're not completely turquoise or because they're sh- shadow elements of other stages that they're not aware of within themselves, is they can get, become very uh, sort of one-size-fits-all kind of mindset where it becomes very much like your spiritual the, the spiritual understanding they're getting is the spiritual understanding that others should get or and not even to say in a dogmatic way i mean that could be part of it as well but in like a one size fits all kind of way i've noticed this it's very interesting to see that <clears throat> and i said understand kind of where that's coming from um that's the deep problem of insights and insight bundles and insight uh blindness which is something i want to talk about in another episode but the that is one of the big problems with, with stage turquoise I've noticed. Um, you know, just because you're at a higher stage does not mean that you're in some perfect state of union or that you're perfectly enlightened and you're some perfect being. There's all, there's all kinds of problems you can run into as a stage turquoise person. Especially if you're not aware of your own shadow aspects from other stages, like stage blue or stage purple or stage green or whatever it is that you're in. Um, or whatever stage that shadow aspect is coming from. The se- the shadow aspect understanding is something that I want to talk about in other episodes because it's something that a lot of people don't tell you about when they're talking about spirodynamics. But uh, anyways, we'll get into that in other episodes. Um, but there is positives. Like I said, there's the ability to become aware of these spiritual and it's more collectivist kind of way it's kind of thing it's it's a very uh, uh, what's the word I would use universally collective in that kind of way so anyways there really isn't a whole lot to talk about because like I said turquoise is something that's so unusual that there is very few examples of it so one thing I, one thing I forgot to mention was going into stage coral have we and we haven't really gotten into stage coral as a as far as we know nobody's in stage coral but uh, if we were to go into it it would be because stage turquoise would become a problem 
maybe some kind of stage turquoise major problem of megalomaniacs or something. Something would change that from stage yellow to stage turquoise. My my feeling would be what would end up happening is stage turquoise would become too rigid because it is already in some ways I've seen this with some people either because of shadow, shadow aspects of other stages or because of simply just the nature of stage turquoise and it's not like to say that it's super dogmatic because it's not but it definitely can be like one set size with its all mindset and it could definitely be very uh, stuck within its own mysticism and stuck within its own set of spiritualities and, and not see where that might be leading it into false information and this kind of thing and so stage coral might be a sort of step away from a lot of that. Because that's that's a lot of how this works with, with these tiers. You know, tier one is the stick stages. It keeps stepping away from different things. You step stage beige is stepping away from... Or stage purple is stepping away from stage beige. Is too, it, you know, stage beige is too simplistic. Stage red is stepping away from stage purple because it's too rigid... Um, it's kind of thing. and stage turquoise. One of the problems that I've noticed is is that it can be very um, simplistic. It's like, oh, this is the way to enlightenment. This is the way to you know, truth and understanding and this kind of stuff. And it's very, it's very like one size fits all. It can be very simplistic and this kind of thing because it's going into things in a very intuitive, direct experience kind of way. And each person's direct experience is very different in a lot of ways, so that can create a lot of problems. Um, and so it's not necessarily even that sage turquoise is very dogmatic, it's just very simplistic, it's very one-size-fits-all, and it kind of makes me like very uneasy when I see a lot of stage turquoise people in that way. But uh, that's the series. Understanding spiral dynamics stages beige to turquoise and why we would switch from turquoise to coral if that would ever happen, which I would almost guarantee it would because that's how evolution works. And so that's the tiers, right? Going from tier one to tier two. Each tier has six stages, presumably. Um, and so, yeah, you would go into stage stage beige to green would be tier one and stage yellow to whatever at the end of the stage would would be for tier two um and so you would have three stages left to go after coral um and to enter tier two or tier three which is way ahead of uh, time so that is the stages for us all here hope you enjoy this episode and i will talk to you in the next one